Hola. ¿Cómo estás? It's not worth doing. <laughs> <laughs> Buenos night time. That's no, no, it's okay. Okay, so you do know a yeah. little bit of Spanish. I would hope so. We live in Texas. A itty bitty bit. Uh, welcome to the Social Nerdcast, episode three. I think. I really don't Possibly? know. Possibly. Let me check real quick. Okay. Pull it up on my phone. Uh, I. This is the part where you endorse our podcast. <laughs> it's called the Social Nerdcast. <laughs> You're listening to it. <laughs> Man, freaking Apple changed their podcast app, and it's really garbage now, which totally sucks. Good thing I'm an Android user, and I'm an Android user. It is episode three. Episode three. Welcome, there's, and good evening. There's episode zero, the long funny test, episode one, the favorite games ever, and episode two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> 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 they, they did add this thing, though, where... Uh, they have that whenever you go to a podcast, the color scheme of that particular like cover art is copied, so that's what our podcast looks like. Nice. I know you can't see it, listener, but it's it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is of course our resident black friend Andy Gray. Hello. And uh, my Vietnamese co-pilot is not here because he sucks. Four words. And we're, you, we're just not gonna. You know what? He doesn't listen to the podcast, so we can say whatever we want about him. Because <laughs> yeah. maybe he should subscribe <laughs> and get our numbers up. <laughs> Passing out business cards to people. Hey, you ever heard of this podcast? No, mm-hmm. go listen to it. That's right. Tell people that all the time. Strangers in the street. Hey man, go listen to our <laughs> podcast. Like that guy at Whataburger. Yeah, literally did. Yeah. For those outside of Texas, there's a restaurant chain here called Whataburger. <laughs> I didn't, it's similar to McDonald's, except I didn't know better. Whataburger were only in Texas. And then that dude... Wait, have, you, did, you haven't lived in Texas your whole life, have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. That explains it. Yeah. Never mind. I've been all over the place, so... But, I mean, I've been out of Texas, but when I have, it's never like, Hey, you know where we should go eat? Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those occasional, like, once a month type deals. Especially if I'm in, like, another freaking state or something. Yeah. I'm like, hey, maybe I could try to find, like, a local restaurant that's good. I'm not going to go for, like, a chain. <laughs> nah, man, I go to Chick-fil-A any chance I get. So, um, we talk about nerdy stuff here. Not chicken sandwiches, so let's yeah. get to that. Let's uh, disregard that last part. Uh... So I guess we'll uh, we'll start with some news. We we should think of a better way to start this podcast in the future. Definitely, you know, I agree. Something fun other than listening to us talk about Whataburger and Chick Fil A. <laughs> Let's see how long we get off subject before we reel it in and talk about news every time. Uh, I guess well, I could point out now, um, to our. Hopefully, we still have at least one listener. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. My computer broke, and we recorded a three-and-a-half-hour podcast, and then it got deleted, and that was pretty disheartening, because... 
to say the least. It was a lot of hard work getting it going on my crappy laptop. And then it finally got done. It was, we recorded it till like 5 in the morning. And the next day I wake up to go upload it and it's just gone. And then that's then I had to get a new laptop, and then I had to get over the horrible pain that I suffered <laughs> dealing with that. Things have happened. But uh, I like to think that we're ha- we're gonna have a nice social nerds 2.0 kind of starting up. You know, a lot more devoted to content, sort of like the social nerds, the Taken King. <laughs> <laughs> Year two edition. Yeah. It's only $60, guys. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Yeah, but you get all previous DLC for free. Yeah, that's why it's only 60 That's right. That would be terrible. Yeah, you're right. No one will pay $60 for us. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so let's, let's get to the news. Um, our first story will maybe be our number one story, because it kind of sucks. But last-gen versions of Call of Duty Black Ops 3 will not have a single-player campaign. Now, they will have... the. It'll just be multiplayer on the disc, similar to Titanfall, but the developer said it could not faithfully recreate the four-player co-op. Quote-unquote from Treyarch. The ambitious scope of the one-to-four-player co-op campaign design of the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC versions could not be faithfully recreated on old generation hardware. And that is bullcrap. <laughs> yeah, they did it with Halo 4. Right? And, I mean, uh, like, I'm not really sure how big of a jump like, everything is going to go, but... And then even if, you know, you don't want to make it fucking, or freaking single player, <laughs> that soon that, that, that ends. <laughs> or just make it single player, you know? Don't if you don't have it multiplayer, just let like you pick your guy, like Call of Duty campaigns, all the way forever. And uh, they, so that's done. It's terrible and it sucks. But the worst part is the pricing of the game. It's fifty dollars on last gen versions. Uh, so. Yeah. A lot of people go, oh, so a Call of Duty campaign is worth $10. And it's funny to think about that, but usually, especially nowadays, and I'll cite Metal Gear as an example, a last-gen version of the game is $10 cheaper. Usually, like if you go to the store and you have a cross-gen game that comes out, it's 50 for the old-gen and 60 for the new-gen, just because, you're, because they're all being made for new-gen consoles, you're getting an inferior model off the bat. So you're spending $10 less. So you're really not saving any money at all. It is just, I don't know, it's fucking gross the way they're doing this. And I feel feel that with the words ambitious scope of the single-player campaign, that the campaign is going to be worth more than $10. Yeah. So if they're going to cut that out completely for last-gen consoles, at least drop the price by 20 or $30. Yeah. I would have, like, I, if I still owned a 360, and they were like, hey, it's not going to have a campaign, but we'll only charge you, like, 40 bucks for mm-hmm. it. I'd, I'd they're not like, enough. Oh, well, hey, man, whatever. I'll drop 40 bucks for mm-hmm. a multiplayer-only game. And it's... I mean, hell, I'd drop 70 for Titanfall. 
you did? Yeah, I got the season pass and collect edition. It paid, was on sale. You paid for the season pass? Yeah, when it came out. Because it's, I didn't know that they were going to be like, hey, it's free after a year. <laughs> what do you want me to do? It wasn't man? even a year. It was like a few months. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna pay for that season pass, and then I found it was just maps, and I was like, nah. I wasn't that mad. About I mean, it. map packs are cool, but it was like twenty five bucks, and I was like, uh, I got it for ten. Oh, it was on sale. Yeah. I got the Titanfall bundle with the Xbox One, so there was no chance of like getting. That. <laughs> I got it on PC and used some less than reputable sites for the CD key, but everything worked out well because everything was in English. But back to the whole yeah, no campaign thing. It's so it's pretty much just a giant middle finger to any last gen console. Yes, and it's a huge push to be like, hey, th- this is the first step, and then completely killing off PlayStation Three and Three Sixties. And I, I mean, I get it. You know, it's Call of Duty. Most people just play it for the multiplayer. But I think of all games that people actually care about the story for, it's Black Ops, and Right. It's really like the only one left where they're le- like Modern Warfare Three kind of killed that one. Yeah, because Modern Warfare One and Two were great. They really were. People people tend to really hate ghosts, and yeah, that was a failed endeavor. Sorry, it? Activision, but you guys goofed up. Advanced Warfare was cool because it had Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. and Troy Baker, but as far as like a cohesive narrative goes, Black Ops is like the one big one, like. That's the only, that that game is like I'm like I just really want to play that story. I want to see what man. happened. Cause Black Ops One it had a good story. Black Ops Two had an amazing story. But it's no wonder that for the backwards compatibility list, Black Ops Two overtakes every other game on the list. And uh, Ted does not play a multiplayer at all. He doesn't even play Call of Duty. Pre-ordered the collector's edition. But of he Black was, Ops yep. 3. He was like, "Black Ops collector's edition done," because he loves those freaking <laughs> story. Our mini fridge. He plays the campaign, and then that disc is garbage. <laughs> damn. All right, here you go. <laughs> I mean, really though, like when two came out, he was like, he bought it and was he beat the campaign in like a day and was like, "I don't need this anymore." Here you go, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and. This is a little side story, I don't know if you saw it, but it's another terrible thing that they did. They uh, they went on their Twitter account, did you hear about this? They went on their Twitter account, and they rebranded it. They took, they changed all their pictures and all their titles to be like Global News Network, uh, or some sort of fake news thing, and then started f- reporting on a fictional terrorist attack. But they didn't tell anybody they were doing it. So the problem is, is you have like two million something fans who don't know exactly what's going on. And it's a verified Twitter account. And it says, hey, there's an explosion. And I think it was like Syria. And they're like reporting all these terrible things that are happening for like an hour. And then it shuts down and it comes back and it's like, this is a glimpse into the future of Black Ops 3. And it's like, no, you oh were my God. literally spreading panic across the masses. <laughs> How did I not hear about that? It was freaking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's just... In this day, and like, it's literally 
if 9-11 hadn't happened, I don't, that would be okay. Maybe. But, in this day and age, you, you can't do stuff like that without letting somebody know. Especially <laughs> since people are so prone to believe everything they we well, here on the it's not even that you know, like, oh, hey, people are stupid. They believe anything. It's a verified Twitter. Yeah, there's exactly. a, there, that's another reason. There's a little check mark right new, there next to it saying what they say is true, and it says it's a news network. And you're like, I don't remember following a news network, but it's verified. And holy crap! <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's yeah. they just, well, they, just I was so I'm really excited for, for Black Ops Three, but they were just trying to sour me on it so they're, much as. The hype train is mm-hmm. a little too cold up. They need to slow it down, cool the engine off a bit, because the same thing happened with again, Titanfall. It was super hyped for, like, two years, and everyone was so stoked. And when it came out, don't get me wrong, it was awesome, but it was not at all what I was mm-hmm. expecting it to be, just because the hype was too through the roof. So I really, really love Titanfall. Oh, it's such a good game. I played crap out of it. But, yeah, this Black Ops 3 last-gen campaign, I'm sure you've heard it by now, and if not, it's pretty terrible. And if you're still playing on last-gen consoles, I know it's be tempting not or to buy this game because it's Call of Duty, and I'm sure you probably just play it for the multiplayer anyway. But it's messed up, and they shouldn't do it. So you should vote with your wallets and say, I don't want to deal with this, you know. I'm not a second-class consumer, and I'm not going to be taken advantage of. You're going to literally give me half of your freaking game and say spend... And still charge me almost full price. Essentially no. full price. No, that's not even... Get out of here. Because even the game you're giving me is a scaled-down version because it's not running on the best hardware. It's like, I get where you're coming from, Treyarch, but... Chill out. Bad. Bad Treyarch. Bad Treyarch. Shame on you. Uh, on a similar note, it has been officially confirmed that Rainbow Six Siege will not have a campaign either. Now, this was much more likely of a thing to happen, but they did say, and see, this is what's a little annoying about this, and not a lot of people have, have given this particular opinion, uh, they said that it's going to have a single-player component. It's just terrorist hunt by yourself. But whenever at E3 last year, or not this, well, this year, they showed this cool cutscene, and they hired Angela Bassett, who's a famous actress, and she's, like, sending you on missions, and she was talking about how she's, you know, like, the head of this organization thing. And at first, you know, I was like, oh, this looks like it actually has a cool story, you know? You're a member of this... SWAT team essentially, but for the like a military SWAT team, mm-hmm. and it's actually an amalgamation of a bunch of special forces units. Just they got Spetsnaz, the SWAT, GIGN, GSG nine, a bunch of. I'm sorry, we weren't all in the military. <laughs> you don't have to be. I'm just Airman I'm, Andy. I'm really into that kind of thing. It's cool. Fucking terrorists. Do Democracy. They, do they do they call you airman? Because you're in the I mean, air force. I, I don't know what if that the, was. Your rank, yeah. That's a rank. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Airman. Yeah. Were you a ground man? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
No, I was a senior airman when I left. So you're like super airman. <laughs> <laughs> but not quite sergeant. Airman. That's right. <laughs> I was a step below sergeant airman. That sounds like the lamest superhero. Right? <laughs> Sergeant <laughs> Airman! <laughs> uh, I was kind of lag on Aquaman. But that's not cool. Back to Raven. We, we okay. get too, too off topic too easy. We get so, distracted. Anyway. But they kind of made it look like it was going to have a cool story with cool cutscenes. And then they're like, nah. It, it, they, I, I should have expected it, but it was, it was just a little disappointing because... The whole trend of the no campaign thing sucks already, but this looked like a game that I was actually interested in knowing what the story was, and it sucks. Quite personally, I'm a little mad that it doesn't have a campaign, because, hey, it's a Tom Clancy game, and most Tom Clancy games are known for having pretty solid campaigns. He, freaking, he was a writer. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if, if it's a Tom Clancy game and its campaign sucks, it doesn't exist because it's not a Tom Clancy game. And I found out that a reason a lot of those videos are there is because the operators themselves, because there's a bunch of different like classes and mm -hmm. characters you can pick, have their own backstories that all like feed into a central theme, but there's not actually a story for the game. And I was, before I played the beta, a little mad about it, but multiplayer is just so much fun that I probably wouldn't touch the campaign for a while anyway. So, that'll, that'll lead us on our next thing. Uh, we played the beta. Mm -hmm. It is pretty fun. That's a bit of an understatement. Okay, so you, you played a lot more of the beta than I did. I played a lot. I'm, I'm going to give my little two cents about it, because I didn't play a super podcast, lot of it. I'm going to go play the beta. Um, if I don't pass out, I <laughs> will hop on... Well, unless the other... Whatever. Like, he's say, done doing that. If the other Xbox in use, you can play in here. Cool. Um, we got a new Xbox at the Social Nerds headquarters, and it's Forza, and it's blue, and it's cool. <laughs> makes car noises. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> it makes car noises. <laughs> We're not adults. <laughs> Here's a little secret for the listener out there. The Social Nerds headquarters is my house. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, so I played the beta a little bit. Um, I really sucked at it, but I could really... Now, first of all, my entire opinion on the beta was I knew the game, even though I knew the game probably wasn't going to have a story, or even if it did, it would be something like Titanfall, where you play multiplayer missions and unravel something. You know, something really basic, but the fact that it has, like, they're like, nah. That's where I'm like, eh, that sucks. But because it's a multiplayer game, I thought to myself, well, if I get this... I'll probably only play it for like a week. So, I'll just play the beta for a week, and I'll be like, alright, I played Rainbow Six Siege, and I'll be done with it. And as long as I get some more matches in by the time it ends, I keep extending it, so probably will. Uh, I'll probably still do that, but that being said, it is super fun. And 
I sucked at it, but I could totally understand, like, if you were actually good at it and you had a team that That's you were the reason I kept playing it so long, because the first few matches, I, I really almost quit, because, and I, I still, to this day, don't understand why, Xbox One's come with microphones. Mm-hmm. Here we go, Is you guys ready? It's a team-based <laughs> game, and there's no other way to communicate than using your microphone. It's not a PC game where you can type stuff into an all chat and everyone can see it. You're going to need to communicate, especially when you're playing against another team of people who are all communicating, being like, hey, this guy's here, or hey, I'm going to go breach the ceiling, or hey, there's three dudes coming down the hallway about to murk me, I need some help. Just little things like that, it, it annoys me so much. And one of the reasons I kept playing so long was because I found a full team of dudes who were super cool, good at the game, and they all had microphones. That was one of, that, that's just one of my really huge pet peeves about multiplayer games. You know, it's funny because I never use a microphone, <laughs> and I hate talking to people online. Um, I like playing online games a lot, but the only time I, fir- first of all, the only time I talk to anybody is if I'm, they're my friends and I'm partied with them. And, and even then, then, even then it's man. just like dead silence for me, and occasionally I'll be like, Hey guys, like I was freaking playing. Hey, did you see that kill I got with Ebir? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went up to him and I froze him and I was like, BAM! Hit him with the spikes. And then that's it. <laughs> it's There's no information. I'm not helping my team at all. It's just like. That's cool, bro, but next time I get ganked, let me know where the enemies are at. When I freaking. Whenever I played Evolve all the time. And I was partied up, like, every day. It would just be like, yeah, I found the monster. Where are you? I'm across the map. Why are you over there? Why don't you tell us you're going over there? No, I didn't think it mattered. <laughs> so, I... That being said, I think of myself as a pretty abnormal person when it comes to that. Because I just freaking hate it. There's so many annoying people on there. Even people who aren't annoying. No offense to you if you're annoying. But... <laughs> uh, you know who you are. I just hate talking to people. It's just so... I don't know. I don't like... I don't like talking to strangers not in real life. Which which I know is weird because we're the social nerds. But I'm a very much face-to-face social person. I'll go up to any human being and be like, Hey, what up, buddy? You want to hang out? But as soon as it's online, I'm like, This is kind of... It's weird and impersonal, I guess. And then, like, I don't understand how you... And, like, Zach, get online, and are like, oh, hey, you know, and they read their gamer tag, and it's like, you know, Shadow Moses 67, and they're like, <laughs> hey, what's up, Shadow? What you doing? And I'm like, first of all, it's kind of weird that you're calling this human being Shadow. Her name's probably Jeff. <laughs> and you're I don't just, know, it's just, it's one of the things that I do a lot, a lot like, oh, hey, uh, Zephyr Wing, what's your real name? Yeah, I mean, like... I understand this is what people do, and I'm the strange one. I mean, like, my, my gamer tag is AlexH64, because my name is Alex. <laughs> when people see that, they're like, oh, I wonder who all oh, these dudes are. Okay, hey, Alex. <laughs> Makes sense. So, I just don't get it, but... Uh, I hate talking to people so much. I just really, really hate it. I don't know why. It's the worst. I love... I lo- so- some games, like Halo or Call of Duty or 
even Titanfall, I will be fine just not talking to anyone because I don't suck at those games and you can do well without having a team. You can just go through and if we're good enough, shred through everything. But games like any MOBA, I'm sorry for bringing up the MOBAs again. It's okay. Games like Dota, Rainbow Six Siege, or any tactical mm-hmm. team-based game, I feel like you have to have some form of well, communication. It, I totally understand it in... Rainbow Six Siege. I remember the only reason I didn't use a mic when I was playing Siege was because there was one guy in my party who, like, yeah, I think he was one of those dickheads. I also run into this a lot all the time. Where they'll music just, blasters. Yeah, or they'll music blasters, or they'll purposely put their mic in front of something. Like, I don't know, they'll have, like, a sound bite of a crying baby. Or maybe they just have <laughs> a terrible home a life. Yeah, baby. And then they're just, like, they'll just lay their mic down right in front of it, and it's just, Wah! That's when I'm, like, mute. Yeah, I didn't know how to do that in Siege. It's, it's, it's like any other game. Just go over their name, click over, they go to mute. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I also didn't know how to how to, how to how to break into things. Oh, see. I just went through windows and oh. tried to shoot folk. <laughs> With uh, There are actually a bunch of different ways you can get through things, and that is one thing I would love to talk about right now. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can say about it before I exhaust all my knowledge in it, but one thing I can say is I liked being the the, the bad guys better, because I didn't have to do anything, (laughs) and because I didn't... just reinforce the walls and hold up until some idiot decides to try and breach it and blast him in the face with your M1014, and you're just like... (sighs) One time, I was playing as... We were playing as the attackers, and they had a bomb in the garage of this building. And our objective was to either A, kill all of the terrorists, or B, secure this location. So we go up to the garage, and whenever they reinforce the wall, you can actually see the spikes on the other side, and you can't get through that with a normal breach charge. And none of us had the uh, the special thermite breach chargers that like melt the wall and then blast a hole through it. So me, I repel up to the roof, and then just, like, zip line straight down in the middle of the building because all of these dudes are all holed up in the basement. <laughs> Somehow they get through the front of the, not the garage, but there's a wall next to it that you can breach, and they, like, three of them get murdered. And I send in a little drone under the doors, and I see three dudes all with their back turned to my door, <laughs> just, like, crouching at the entrance of the garage with their shotguns. And I'm like, all right, so... I take my sledgehammer, because that's a class, and it's awesome, bust through this barricade and just run in and blast all three of these dudes, and it's on the final kill camp, and I'm like, I'm the greatest. (laughs) I really wish we could do video podcasts, (laughs) because for the listeners out there, he literally just got up, was standing, and mimed the entire situation. I get very animated when I tell stories. But um, back to the whole the breaching thing. Like I said, sledgehammers. That's a thing. It can break through wooden and concrete floors, any of the normal barricades. You just break up your sledgehammer and you're just like, poof, straight through it. It's so amazing and fun. Like one time I breached through, a, like there was a big old floor panel that was made of wood. And I was just like, boop, smash straight through it. And there were three dudes all down there. They were like, what? Oh, I mean, I got owned, but it was still cool. <laughs> <laughs> Someone could have came in right then and shot them while they were all looking up. It would have been pretty cool. <laughs> there, um, 
the standard, like, SWAT and FBI breach chargers that like, you put on the door, and then there's the remote detonator that blows stuff up. And then there's the, um, the thermite ones that can break through pretty much any wall. It just blasts them with a bunch of heat, and then there's a shape charge in there that goes through the wall. Breaching is cool. Defending is also really cool, because there are a bunch of different classes for everything. There's one guy called... Like Rook. math class? There's a math class. <laughs> a guy called Rook, who... I love math. <laughs> who, um, his special ability is to place out body armor for everyone on your team, just boop, right at the beginning of the match, and everyone gets all armored up. And body shots do, like, 50% less damage with the heavy armor on. There's a guy called Jaeger. He's a Spetsnaz dude. I don't know why he's called Jaeger, but his ability is cool. He's got the uh, the trophy system like thing, and you can stick them to literally any surface. Like if you can reach the surface, <laughs> you can put it on there. And I don't know how many of you out there play Call of Duty, but the trophy system is an active defense that neutralizes grenades in midair. So any frags, flashbangs, or smoke grenades, they get tossed in, and just like little little laser just goes boop, and they're done. Nothing else happens with that. Uh, there's a guy with electrical wire. Electri electrical, yeah. right? Electrical razor wire that you can actually, if you reinforce. Oh, razor wire! Yeah, I thought you were just like he just walks yeah, around. Yeah, he's got copper wire with bro, some insulating copper oh, so wire. Cool. <laughs> Mixed coaxial cables. It's just awesome. Someone could shoot a light bulb and you go in and fix <laughs> it. No, that's one thing I wish you could do is shoot out light sources because you you've been able to do that in every like Splitter Cell and Rainbow Six and Ghost Recon game to date. But I digress. The razor wire dude is super cool. Not the razor wire. Electric wire dude, because everyone gets the razor wire, no matter what class you're on as a defender. The electric wire dude is super cool because whenever you reinforce a wall, you can put up some electric wire right up next to it, and anything that gets on that wall is just fried. If someone puts a breach charge on it because there's so much current running through it, the charge gets fried, and you can't use it. If a dude walks up and touches the wall, he gets electrocuted. It's That's freaking awesome. crazy. That's awesome. Now, on the attacker side, there's a bunch of cool dudes, but I'm, I'm only going to talk about a few because there are so many, and this we've got a limited amount of time. Sledge, as I've told you about, is just the coolest. He's my favorite to play because of the sledgehammer. You can kill people with the sledgehammer. So, uh, to, uh, to, to add some, some substance to this, other than your insane happy rantings <laughs> and crazy hand <laughs> movements, <laughs> uh... Right now, the beta supports two game modes. Uh, the Siege mode, which is the PvP, right? Mm -hmm. And then the Terrorist Hunt. And the Terrorist Hunt is PvE, or, you know, player versus computer-controlled. And uh, what can you tell me is the difference between the two, and how is the AI? Okay, so Terrorist Hunt, as you know, is a PvE game mode up to five people could be in a squad and as of now they're going to add more later as of, course, of now your objective is to just eliminate all of the terrorists before they eliminate you and the coolest things about this game mode is the fact that the ai isn't honestly that bad unless you're playing on normal because there's for some odd reason it goes normal hard realistic it's so annoying. Yeah, that, it. Just put easy, right, medium, and hard. 
But no, realistic is super hard unless you've got a good team. Normal mode is uh, just, there's like no friendly fire and the AI is pretty stupid. Hard mode. Uh, so in in the uh, in the PvP mode, it's mm-hmm. balanced teams. Is it still balanced? Is it yeah, still five five five? Okay. And but you get to in multiplayer, you get to be an attacker or defender, and there are different classes for the attackers than there are for the defenders. Because let's say the defenders, there's a dude with a heartbeat sensor. If you could have that as an attacker, that'd be a little broken because you could just be like, boop, boop, oh hey, I can see this dude through the wall. Let's blast through this wall because you can do that. So, uh, I believe they announced that the maps for this game will be free. Now, does this game strike you as something that that is a large piece of content? Because it's a multiplayer game, the maps are kind of everything, but does that sound sound like something that will definitely make a big difference for you? Very, yes. And let me tell you why. When you're playing multiplayer... The defenders get to choose where the objective for the attacker spawns. And on most maps, there is between two and four floors on any given building. So you could pick anywhere in the within that range to spawn your objective, fortify that area or areas outside of it to make it harder for them to break in. And then next round, you don't even have to do the same area. You can be like, oh, let's go to the basement this time instead of the ceiling because they dropped in and murdered all of us. Let's go basement, put up some stuff. I feel like adding more maps will add a lot more variety since one map is already like four self-contained maps. It's yeah, just I think the, I only played one map the entire time, but I literally it was different every single every time. single time because there are different different places to fortify, a lot of different places to set up traps. The only thing that stays the same is where the the cameras for the terrorists are. That's it, and you can destroy those. It's 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 it's, it's a little sucky. Because I think that uh, at launch, things it's going to have ten maps. Now, granted, after playing it, that see that sounds like a very small number, but after playing it, and I only played one map, and it was different every time. Now I'm like, well, that I only played one map so far, and that was like it was like yeah. playing four different maps. So does that mean it's like forty different maps for that? Uh, but it's a <sighs> I really liked playing this game, but there's no way that I think I can find myself spending $60 on it. Because whenever I got my Xbox One, I bought every multiplayer shooter there was from Titanfall to Plants vs. Zombies Garden <laughs> Warfare. And I think, I don't, yeah, we don't have the Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare podcast. That's the one that got deleted. <laughs> but we ranted for like 30, 40 minutes about Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, how much I love it. And how good of a game it actually is, despite its spookiness. So, and I just got really burnt out on them. And like, mm-hmm. don't, like the reason I'm getting, like, I mean, there's the, the, the reason I'm getting Halo is because Halo. I'm crazy campaign. And, and I played the beta for that, and it's amazing. You know, granted, like, the, the, the the beta for Siege is great, and I really like it, but the beta for Halo is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm going to get Battlefront, but, Grant, I probably won't even play a lot of Battlefront. It's just Star Wars. Lately, I've been... Well, hold on now. It's just Star Wars. That's like... If, to, to no, my point is, the reason I'm getting it is because it's Star Wars. Okay, that makes sense. All right, we, we were about to have some words, Alex. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> like if, if they were like you know 
like, I don't play Battlefield, but if they were like, hey, sci-fi shooter that's online only, I'd be like, nah, but you, Luke's, you put Luke Skywalker in there. I'm like, alright, I'll give you $60. <laughs> you know, like, I was, I was super, super stoked about Battlefront when I first heard about it, but the more news that comes out about it, like, it, they've just been roller coastering me. I'll get like really excited, like, oh yeah, man, these big old sixty-four player multiplayer battles. Oh no, Clone Wars. Oh, it's like, oh, it's, man, oh, there's cool aerial PvP, thirty-two bunch of people. Uh, no space battles. It's all planetary. Just that's that was one thing that I'm like, you know, I wasn't super hyped on it because again, it's you know another multiplayer shooter. I didn't even play Battlefront on PS2. Oh, I played so. I, I had a GameCube. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a lot of lots for that PS2. Uh, but whenever they announced they had the, the... I had a GameCube, so I played Rogue Squadron all day, every day. I Hell yeah. so much Rogue Squadron. Now they're like, hey, you ever want a, a PvP multiplayer Rogue Squadron? Here you go. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I will. You could take everything out of that. They could just give me that. They could give me that. And one map, and I'd be like, "Yeah, sixty dollars." Yeah, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Take my money, man. Here it is. That that that's all I need. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so, how do we get to Battlefront? It's not even on this list. <laughs> shooters. Yeah, Shooter, you could generalize them. They're all at the core the same thing, but still. Anyway, so I don't. Okay, well, as my point is. is if you get battle, if you, I'm sure you, you, you sound like you might get CJ because you're really liking it. Yeah, I uh, wasn't. I, I will not lie. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. It's definitely way more fun than I thought. But my only problem is, is like it's a lot of fun, and I really liked it. But I guarantee you, like I'll have Halo. Yeah. And I won't like. I'll be like, hey, this is really cool. I'll play a couple matches, you know, with you if you buy it. But I'll just be like, I have Halo. <laughs> <laughs> And, the, and, you know, not even counting the... F I'm just, just the fact is multiplayer shooters, I mean, that's assuming that my entire life doesn't cave in around me when Fallout comes out. Oh, God. Literally. I'm, I'm, I have to hold off on playing Fallout just because as soon as I start playing it, I can almost guarantee mm -hmm. that I'm not going to play any other game. Me and Sebastian have this, this, this scheme working out. We're trying to work out to get, uh, get it so I can play it not... Well, not at midnight, but as soon as I... Alright, so let me explain it to you. Okay. And maybe it'll potentially help out a listener who's going through a similar problem. So I was able to get the Pip-Boy edition. Uh, and I'm sorry for all of you angry people out there screaming into your headsets <laughs> at me. Um, but I stayed up very late, and I watched that E3 press conference, and then I didn't go to sleep until I had it pre-ordered. And that's a fact. <laughs> uh... So the pro uh, I had to get it obviously off the uh, uh, web stores, and therefore I can't go to a midnight release, can't do any of that. I have to have it shipped to me. So it'll be here day of release, but I already won't get it. Did you get it straight from Bethesda? No. Uh, I already won't get it until. I mean, granted, it's the difference between playing it at midnight and playing it at probably would be about. 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But that's a long time. And, uh, and the, well, then, even after I get it at probably around 3, I have to install it. So that's the problem, is I don't want to wait the many... Well, actually, install times have been crazy low on my new Xbox. That's I, I Maybe they patched it or something, but I remember Master Chief Collection... You know I think it is. What? I think they put in 
sorry if I have to look at the change log because I do these things because I'm a nerd. Uh, I think they may have put in a patch where it downloads data from the disk instead of their repositories, which is almost always going to be faster, especially in your room where you're way away from yeah. the router. So, I mean, I remember whenever I got Master Collection, and that thing was, it literally took, I oh think, it God. was like 14 Man, hours. It, Misty's, it took two days to install yeah. that game. It was, not okay. it, it, it was it was ridiculous. I I stayed up for the midnight release, and we put the disc in, and I was like, "All right, let's go." And then I tried to stay up and stay up, and it, I, I I left. I went to college the next day, came back, and then <laughs> it was still installing. And I was like, "Oh my god, are you serious?" And then when I got my new Forza Xbox, I put it in. It still was like the longest game, but it was maybe like three hours. And I got I got Metal Gear Solid Five. I put it in. It was like. 40 minutes and anyways oh, that, that's how it, that those are good standards now man it only took 40 minutes to install this game well and before you didn't even have to install games yeah i mean it's granted you know well i, I mean the the ready to start is a lot earlier than that but i mean 100 percent, it's done you know uh the only thing is with halo the only thing you can do when it's ready to start is play like look at, you can't even play. You, you can, can look at, you can play the usually they install the Halo One campaign first. Whenever I, both huh. I've done I've done it twice both times the first thing that gets installed is the Halo One campaign so you can go in and you can play Halo One and which is cool because but if you want to play multiplayer no if you don't really want to play Halo One no uh, and then after that I you I think the the thing that was after that was Halo Four. Which is weird, but I guess it's the maybe it's the and then like two and two, yeah two and three installed at like the same time yeah which was super exciting. and then two was like crazy long because it had to do H two A and two some like essentially because of the graphics difference and then it did three at the same time was installing that so you had like one and four so if you wanted to play through all of them you could play one but you couldn't just we had to wait for yeah, a very it's long just time ridiculous. But again, it's better now. Yeah. Uh, my point is, I don't even know if I'll have this problem because of how fast it's being. But uh, whenever you get a game, the after you install it, the disc is essentially the license. Mm -hmm. And I discovered this because I had a physical version of Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. And then they gave it away free with gold. And uh, whenever I downloaded it, all it did was download a license. It was like 356 megabytes, and then it was done. It used the same file that I already had. Everything was the exact same. It was just like, boop, done. And then I could access it digitally. What What format are the, uh, the Xbox One? Does that be Blu-rays? Yeah. Okay. For research purposes. I'll tell you more later. Okay. Uh, did I ever tell you about the Wii U discs? No. They're so cool. So, the you know, Nintendo has this thing. I'm sorry for the podcast that we're getting way <laughs> off topic. Um, uh, they don't like to pay anyone for their own, well, for their format. Mm -hmm. That's why... That's why the GameCube discs were so just... GameCube discs were tiny weird. Uh, they didn't have a CD thing. You know, well, they, they never made the... They made the N64 DD, but it was a big failure. Uh, and the Wii didn't play DVDs, and but the Wii U... It's kind of weird because it, it is a in-between of a Blu-ray and a DVD. It's like a Blu-ray can hold 45 gigs of data, a DVD can hold 7 gigs, and they can hold, like, 
twenty. It's like they have the HD DVDs. Yeah, but the, before they died. But the, it's like weird because it's like, first of all, they invented this you know thing, which is our. But that's Nintendo. It's what they do. But it's like, <laughs> it's like what the next thing should have been, but they just skipped it and went to Blu-ray. <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it feels like the middle ground that never happened. <laughs> No, dude. As far as, as far as a format goes, back for they uh that was a thing. HD DVDs were a thing. They were really like not that well known. 360s actually had an HD yeah, DVD drive, the external one. They were that was the original format for a lot of 360 discs, and then Blu-ray just murdered HD DVD. I don't even know what happened. Like one day it was there, and then a week later I couldn't find anything on it at all. It was just a dead format. It was like it was like when CDs came out and killed cassette tapes. Because Blu-rays were just yeah, Blu-rays were just so much better, and they just keep on getting better. And then like, well, their Blu-ray, and I know, I know, and well, there's the Blu-ray drive, and I know that like Xbox has to pay like a micro, like very small amount for the Xbox sold to Sony because they mm-hmm. use Blu-ray because drive. that Blu-ray, but uh, anyway, what were we talking? oh yeah, so the installation. So, Sebastian is getting it digitally, so we can pre-install it. And I'm going to have him, we're going to see if it works, well, we're going to test it out, because I have a physical version of uh, Walking Dead Season 1. Walking Dead Season 1 is going to be digital this um, this month. So, he's going to he's gonna get Walking Dead with gold, mm-hmm. put it on my Xbox digitally, and I'm going to see if I can play it by just putting the disc in. So if the disc is just a license that lets me access that file, then he can pre-install Fallout on my Xbox through his profile. And then all I have to do is put the disc in and I'm done. I'll probably need to download an update, which will, uh, but it probably won't take me about 10 minutes, depending on how big the update is. It is 17.5 gigabytes. Do you see the game? How big it is? No, how big is it? It's like huge, or is it ridiculously so small? I, I, w- I was very convinced. I just kept saying this. I was preaching. I was thinking it was going to be like fifty, bigger I, than GTA Five. Yeah, I was. I was convinced it was going to be the first hundred gig game. Like, okay. Uh, well, I thought. Well, you know, the, it I'm makes sure, sense I'm because sure. just the sheer yeah. amount of. Things that are I'm sure you were about to say, but the Blu-ray can only hold this 45. Like layers can only hold 50. Yeah, uh, I thought it was going to be like half on disc, half on a patch, or if you got digitally, it was just all, you know, that. But I was I was convinced it was going to be the they, first. They could compress it. Yeah, 100 gig game. I mean, you know, plus GTA is already way more than that. Yeah. Um. But it's like. I think it's 28 gigs. Right? That doesn't sound right. Right? Like, it's, at all. <laughs> I know, like, the map's as big as Skyrim, but it's way more condensed, because there's cities and stuff everywhere. It, is, it totally is. You can, like, you can check on the Xbox Marketplace. So, I did not expect that at all. Twenty-eight gigs. Huh. Huh. So, 
after he gets it digitally. I expect it to be way bigger, because Fallout 3 was, like, with all the DLC, like, 10 years. Well, I'm sure after they put the DLC on there, it'll be pretty... Oh, yeah, pretty it, it'll, it'll probably... Get, it'll get up to 50, you know, or 60. Uh, but... I'm gonna... T- I don't see why that wouldn't work. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We're gonna... T- I'm gonna test it out with the... With, with, with the Walking Dead and see if it works. Uh, and then if it does... Then that's that's all. I still have to wait until the game comes in, and I have to wait. It was it was so he was so mad, but I was like, hey, you know, when that game comes out, you have to come over to my house. You can't just play. It. Or I was like, you you can play it, you know, from midnight till you have to come over. He was like, why? No, I don't. That's ridiculous. And I was like, because I'm getting a Pip Boy edition, and we have to shoot an unboxing <laughs> for it. And then he just had this like look of sadness come over <laughs> his face. <laughs> he was like, I know you're right. But that really, really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. Which that Pip Boy edition unboxing will be pretty awesome, and all of the great Let's Plays. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what is that base for? What you're just like? Oh, I don't have my glasses on, so oh, that's okay. just how I have that to see sense. things. Okay, I get it now. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, what face? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That's just how I look. That's how I look when I can't see things. <laughs> I don't need to... I've gotten so used to not seeing things that I don't really even... Well, I, I need my glasses to see far away. And, like, the computer screen's right here, and the microphone's right there, and you're right there. Uh, and for the listener... They're all very close, <laughs> so I don't. I don't like to wear my glasses, but I need to. So any chance I have to take them off, like right now, I do. But I still can't see super well everything, so it's just like, yeah, I gotta squint a little bit. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, we like the the, rain, the rainbow beta. You liked it a lot, a lot. I liked it a lot. You're, a lot. you're probably gonna get that game. More than likely. Um. I actually will probably have extra beta codes, and even though it's gone like a day, I'll go post them on the Twitter account. So if you really are listener, Adam, I guess if there's more, <laughs> if there's more, hey, we're at the so at social underscore nerds on Twitter. We have some beta codes that'll be on there. You're welcome to have them. Probably should have put them out sooner. I didn't think of it until like right now. I did. I did get my beta codes pretty late though. I think um, that's been a common problem, yeah. and that's another reason they extended it twice. I, I I got a personal beta code way after everyone else did, and then like just like two days ago, I, or yeah, I think it was two days ago, they were like, "Hey, here's some extra beta codes for your friends." It's like four codes, but I was like, "That'd have been great if I got it when I got mine and I actually <laughs> played the game." Great right on the twenty fourth when you guys put this out. So, uh. I'll probably I'll do that actually probably as soon as we get done recording and then you know, if you if you want them you got them. Actually, let me, I, well, should I do? I could do it privately, and that way I can make sure whoever listens to it gets it. I'll upload it, give it a little bit. You know, I'll just put a post on Twitter that says, "Hey, share Here if you, you want to." These are free. Yeah, done. Done. I don't, you know, I just want. To, I would like a, a social nerd fan, yeah, to get us if you if he or she wants it, as opposed to just someone retweeting it and random getting it. 
Alright, uh, so that's the it for Rainbow Six Siege. Looks cool. Oh my god. <laughs> We've been doing this for almost an hour. We've done two items on this oh list. Oh my goodness. There's probably like 30. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could break those into other podcasts. Well, they, they are sectioned. Are these like time? No, they're sectioned into like multi-platform and then individual platform. Granted, some of them are going to be pretty quick. It's just like a quick fact. Uh, but this is going to be, this one, I don't know how into you are, so I don't know how much we can discuss it, but it is a weird thing. So, uh, new Hitman game. They announced it E3, uh, it got delayed till next year, uh, it's, it's going to be a big, oh, like, open world kind of thing, but you have, they're kind of going back to the roots, you have many different ways to, like, uh, go attack your target, there's no wrong or right way to do it, and I saw, like, there was, like, gameplay, and you like, poison a cake. Or oh, like you like you can sneak in as a waiter, poison a cake, and then watch this guy eat it. Or you can just sneak in and kill him. Or you can just rock in with a fucking gun and shoot everybody. And there's like all these different ways you can do it. Uh, but they had this weird launch plan, or uh, where you get part of the game at launch, and then after that, all of the DLC is free. But you get a very like you get a very it's almost like episodic, where you get the season pass, and you just wait for everything to come out. But then they announced this thing that was really weird, like, some missions are timed, and if you don't get the mission and do it at that time, you'll never get to do it. Which that, I'm like, I, whenever they said that, I was like, you know, I don't play Hitman, but I'd be kind of upset if this game where I don't get a lot of content, I just miss out on content, uh, and never get to do it, because you say so. So... They announced that the game is going to ship with three maps, uh, and they did say that the the smallest map in this game is larger than the whole map for the last game. Absolution was a pretty big game. Yeah, so pretty big. Okay. Um, so three maps and six story missions, so I guess two on each. Uh, not a terribly lot amount of content, but... I'll get to that, and then they also have a uh, like a. It, 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 they said it's like a like a targets mode with over 800 possible targets, but I think with that it's just going to be like find some random dude. Yeah, literally this guy, and you got to go across the map and kill this guy. This guy, and you go across the map and kill that guy. Uh, and I'm sure it'll have a lot of replayability because of all the different ways you can do it. You know, you can find this guy, kill him with a cake. Uh, <laughs> But they announced you could, uh, uh, the pricing system. It's, again, it's very strange. Um, you can give them $60, and you'll get the launch content, and then all the content they'll give you is free and stuff like that. They didn't mention anything about the barred off time stuff anymore, so maybe they've abandoned that, which I think would be cool. Because uh, I've always wanted to get into Hitman, and this one looks really cool, and the gameplay I saw looks really dope. If you want to get... Like, if you really want to actually, like, get into Hitman, find a copy of Blood Money and play that before you play any other Hitman. I was saying, I have Absolution. The yeah, no, with gold. It's it's on my 360. I just haven't played it. Uh, so, but this looks cool, but I was like, you know, like, I really had a problem with them saying, if you don't do this mission right then, you'll never be able to do it. And I'm yeah, like, that... I'm just like, well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to. I mean, I understand <laughs> you give it away for free, but... But, I mean, the thing is, is, like, you're not, though, because you're not giving me exactly $60 worth at launch. So, you spend $60, you get everything. 
Uh, it's sort of like buying a game in a season pass, but the season pass is the game. So they're they're experimenting with their with their content, which is cool, but experimenting in a way that maybe it's not the most consumer friendly. Well, who publishes Hitman now? Uh, Square Enix. So, uh, then there, there was a lot of backlash to it. So they said that you can, or you can spend $30 and get just the launch content. And then after that, you can spend 35 and and get the season pass. Uh, which they, I think it's like every month they're going to come out with a new map and the new missions and stuff like that. Uh, I think that it's going to stop at six maps, but that they'll probably, they'll keep doing missions. So for the next three months, they'll have a map each month, and these are giant maps, obviously, like they said, and, and you just keep getting new new missions, which is cool. I mean, it sounds cool, but it's just a it's a weird way to, to distribute it, and yeah. you 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 spend five extra dollars, and then you 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 get to only pay for what you're getting. But you know the problem with it is, I'll spend thirty five dollars on, or I'll spend thirty dollars on it, and I'll play what they have there. And I'll be like, okay, I'm done. And I guess if I really liked it, I would consider doing it. But the replayability, I just, it just seems like they should just wait and give me a $60 Seriously. game. You know, like if I really wanted to play it, I don't think I would, I, as a, you know, I'm not some, you know, as much as I would like to be this cool organization or some dudes who buy video games and we like to talk about them and hope that there's someone to listen. So as a, pretty much standard market consumer, I don't think I would want to give them $35 after I give them 30 I'll just go mm-hmm. replay the missions and try to do something crazy. You know, I'll try to kill someone with a cake, and then there'll be someone who I can't kill with a cake, so I'll go across the map, find a cake, bring a cake over to them, <laughs> try to kill everyone with cake. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I think it's... Um, I know you don't you don't get on Steam a lot, but a lot of a lot of developers have been doing this thing where they'll they'll give out a game early. On Steam it's called early access. Mm-hmm. They'll give out a game early for either the full price and then you get everything else afterwards, or a reduced price at a certain point and then slowly bump up the price as it gets closer to like Bump up the price. <laughs> bump up the price. Slowly bump up the price as it gets to a full version of the game. Which Sounds to me like exactly what they're doing. They're like, hey, this game's not finished. Pay full price for it, and we'll give you the rest when we're done with it. But it's, you know, it's... it's, Which annoys me, because as a standard market consumer paying $60 for a game, I feel like they should put the time into making the game complete before they're like, hey, buy this for $60. But And and then, it's but it's not, it's, it's it's a big AAA release, you know, it's exactly. not like it's not like some indie game that's in early access. Yeah, is you, you are. It it doesn't Literally make a whole lot of sense. Full price for an incomplete game, and then you know, I mean, it's only it's only a five dollar difference between buying the launch content and the season pass, Man, or I'm just buying the game. Five dollars is a lot of money. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that's. I don't think it's going to work as well as they think it's going to work. I mean, I, I don't think it'll work at all. Because as... Hey, people didn't think I mean, Xbox One was going to work. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's, there's Hitman fans out there and they're going to buy it, of course. But I just can't imagine anyone... 
because it's it's gonna it's probably gonna be a good chunk of time in between the game's launch and the first DLC release. And I can't imagine there's a lot of people out there who'll stay and be like, "Oh, hey, I," should... especially with a big with 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 the split up like that. Yeah. Because that's a that's a good chunk of change. You know, your average the, the person will be like, oh, "I really like it, man. They have a new DLC coming out. Can I just buy that map and that mission? No, I have to buy everything for thirty five dollars. The game was thirty. Now I'll just go replay a mission if I want to play it. Yeah, you know." I, I can't imagine. I'd like, I would like to see what the numbers are for people who bought that season pass, and as, as opposed to the people who just bought the game and yeah. were like, meh, whatever. And then even that, like, how many people, like, how many people fall off? You know, what are the mm-hmm. play stats for the later content that gets launched as opposed to the launch content? Anyway, I guess that's it about that. That wasn't bad. We only spent about ten minutes on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, this is, this is, uh, it's a, it's a larger point, but I can't imagine we'll have a lot of, uh, conversation about it. Uh, Konami, community manager, said that Metal Gear can continue without Hideo Kojima. Continue. And I don't really think so. It is, it, it's, it's a Kojima game. It's a Kojima series, like. He, he cited Metal Gear Rising as an example. Yeah. Definitely. But. I don't really think that's an example. It's not. It um, wasn't, that wasn't even... It's fun. Wasn't, it's, I played Metal Gear Rising. but it's not a Metal Gear... It's Devil May Cry with a Metal Gear Solid skin. Yeah. And I, I love Platinum Games, people who made it. Yeah. So, I'm, it's, I, it was fun, but... Did, uh, didn't, uh, what was that? Didn't Platinum make Vanquish? Yes. Vanquish was a real another really good game. Just, Platinum makes good stuff. Really, yeah, Platinum makes really good stuff. There's not a lot of Platinum games that no, I don't really like. Uh, not a lot of Platinum. They had a lot of platinum games. You'd be surprised. That the Transformers game I was telling you about just came out. I mean, it's about platinum. Devastation. The one that has the cool like cart. War for 80- Cybertron. No, the one that has that eighties cartoony art style and it's what? like Devastation. The one that like just came just out? came out. Yeah, yeah, Devastation. Okay, that's a platinum game. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I thought it was just uh, the thi- the trailer I saw. I guess it was just like for that thing, but it was I thought it was only for PS4 and PS3, but it's for uh, Xbox One. So mm-hmm. I'll probably try to get my hands on that. You do. Uh, oh, I remembered something else. We'll, we'll, we'll keep on. We'll keep in this. So, uh, and it was funny because the interviewer, whenever he asked him that, and the guy was like, "Yeah," he was like, wh- he like kind of cut him off. He was like, "Come on, man." <laughs> This guy, like, essentially, like, dedicated his life to he creating started, these things. He started this. He started it. Like, that's what he did. <laughs> you know, he's, he's... And the guy was like, yeah. So, I mean, I, there'll be another Metal Gear game, I'm sure. But, well, maybe. Because they're very into... I don't know if you, if, if you follow very much Anderson or any listener out there, but Konami in Japan this is actually kind of surprising because there's a couple companies that do the Sega as, the same, as a similar scenario. Uh, in there, they're not... Uh, they're not video game companies, first and foremost. Konami especially, they have, like, spas. Yeah, and like, they like You know, they make water bottles and really different big. stuff. It's and like how like, Honda makes yeah. everything... Yeah, like, I have a Mitsubishi TV or something like that. <laughs> so, you know, they make mobile games, which is what makes them a lot of money there. So, that they're and they've said that they're, well, and they've said and they've shown that they're shying away from AAA releases. So, well, I mean, um, undoubtedly, there'll be another Metal Gear game eventually, but. No. Andy 
that's that's it's in uh, Hideo Kojima, as you may know, quit. Yeah. His indie game that he, assuming like he doesn't get snatched up by some crazy big publisher, which he might. Uh, if he makes like a freaking Kickstarter, that thing is gonna be. Insane. It was just like um, KG and Afune, the Mega Man yeah. creator, when he was like, "Buy Capcom, you guys suck." And was like Kickstarter for Mighty Number no. Nine, and that got so funded so quick. The difference is though, is if he's like, "I'm gonna make a Metal Gear Solid game," that cost a lot more money than a freaking <laughs> <laughs> right. You, that's gonna get funded like overnight, dude. I mean, yeah, but it's like hundreds of millions. Of exactly, that's what I'm saying. People are gonna be like, "New Metal Gear game? What? Here's a hundred dollars." So, uh, yeah, I guess. Do you have anything else to say about that one? I'm sad that they legitimately believe that they can make a good Metal Gear well, game all right, so Hideo Kojima. This was a community manager, which means he's a PR guy. Yeah. He's probably just spinning on I'm sure the big was there. Now, Grant, I'm sure they're like, yeah, we could do anything we want because they did not split on the very happiest of terms if you yeah. follow the story. But... They don't really care. They're not making it. That's what I'm saying. I'm, the PR guys, the, the Metal Gear, new Metal Gear game came out. You know, he's running, you know, trying to bring up PR for it. And if someone asks him, he's just he's doing an interview, you know. But, yeah. If, if they they will make it, and I guarantee you it's not even good. Well, it'll, it'll probably be alright, but it won't be great. It won't be Metal Gear It won't, Solid it, five, it won't be, pain. it won't be a Hideo. <laughs> it won't be Snake Eater. So, uh, I did like Snake Eater. I played that one the most. I think. Uh, another one. I guess we probably won't talk a lot about because it's if it's cool. But the the Humble Bundle has started a subscription service. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I've talked a lot. So you you want to describe Humble Bundle for our fine listeners? So for those of you out there that don't know what Humble Bundle is, it is. A bundle that's, uh, that's quite humble. very, very humble. Oh. All of the proceeds from these go to charities. No, I know that. Not 100%. You can choose. I remember that. I bought one Humble Bundle. And it was a Nintendo Indie Bundle. It was awesome. <laughs> it was really, really cool. Um, but you could choose how much you wanted to go to developers and how much you wanted to go to charity. It was really nice. Side note, Every sorry. time. I only say that because I've always just been like, here, give it to charity. Okay. Because I'm like, 30 bucks? Well, why not? I get all of these. And that's the thing. You can you choose the amount of money you wish to donate to developers and or a charity of your choice. And you get a slew of games. There's the Humble Indie Bundle, which gives you, my favorite, a bunch of indie games. There are mobile ones. There are ones sponsored, like the Nintendo bundle just a bunch of really really good sometimes unheard of games that are just trying to make a name for themselves all for a really good price and then if you give more money above the yeah. average donation there, price there, there's they like give a, you even more content there's like a tier system yeah uh and as an example if you don't mind i'll, I'll explain the, the nintendo bundle that i got all right so they had uh you spend anywhere between one dollar and however much money you want to get. Uh, and you'll get this, like, core set of games. And it was probably, I think it was, like, five games, and it was, you know, stuff like, I, I was, that was uh, like, uh, Guacamelee, and 
Xeno Drifter or something like that. I don't remember all the ones that were exactly in there. Ali Ali was one of them. Uh, but then if you spent more than the average price, you got the average donation price, which I think which was you know about like nine dollars. Roughly, that tends uh, to be between like eight and ten. Then you got another set of games, which were usually maybe higher in value on their respective stores. And then, if you spend uh, above a certain block price, then you got even more. And then those, uh, you got you got a funny look on your face. Yeah, I really want to play it. I'll do. I'm, I'm gonna go download that. You can get it. Let me try it out. Is it on PC? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. It's it's only on PlayStation consoles right now, and. Steam review, of course. Sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. distract them. Continue with your humble bundle explanation. So, you spend any, uh, and really, and, and, you know, people, you could really just use for charity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they have a subscription service now where you pay them a monthly fee and then you just get the, I believe it's the monthly bundle. And, which is pretty cool because I don't I don't know but the thing, I don't know entirely how it works. Probably should have researched that before starting the show. <laughs> uh, it's twelve dollars a month. Okay. For a bunch of indie games, essentially. Pretty cool for me. They announced it uh, last Thursday. Yeah. They're going to be starting it. Oh, hey, they started it the first of October. Alright, so you can go do it. So you now you can go get it. Uh, but as it, I, but for now, it's uh, I'm not sure if they're going to be doing it for other consoles. For now, yeah, it's PC exclusive. The, 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 the thing about Humble Bundle is, don't get sure, the Nintendo thing, I think it was the first time they did it for any console. It's 99% of the time PC only. Uh, or mobile. They do mobile. Yeah, they do, have a, they do have a, they have a mobile bundle they do. Uh, the, that, though, I know for a fact is Android exclusive. Heads up. So, yeah, it sucks for me because I have an iPhone. Because your phone sucks. There was so many times I will go on there, <laughs> and there'd be, like, one game that I want to get, and it's like, well, it's, like, a dollar, and I get it, and then I'll get all this other stuff, too, but it's Android only. Yep. Sucks. Uh, already. So, if you're in a PC gaming, and you're in indie gaming, or, well, if you're in a PC gaming, and you're in a, giving a charity, you should check out the subscription service, because it's pretty cool. Also... It, a lot of people we're, we're not we're not we're not we're not plugging them we're not funded by them I just thought it was nice yeah so you know we we we, we don't have enough listeners for people <laughs> to care about us I just thought it was a cool thing this to talk about it's just cool um that's it on that check <laughs> uh this isn't a this is this is again this is kind of a big deal but it's not it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Rockstar, game developer Rockstar, has started a bunch of job listings throughout all of their locations. Um, and these range from a lot of stuff to do with physics and body movement and like human physics, so the human character. Uh, they hired, uh, they're looking for a, a, a stealth director. And uh, then there was, uh, and then some for a, uh, like, uh, one for the who's uh, like a pop culture for like clothing and style, and one for cars. So it sounds Grand Theft Auto-y. Very Grand Theft Auto-y. 
it's, the stealth thing is weird, but uh, the way I look at it, and I guess you could say other people, uh, is they make a lot of money, that Rockstar. So if they have, you know, one stealth mission in a game, they have the money to hire an entire stealth professional. Yeah. Just to just to make that one really good stealth mission. But the thing is maybe they're making another Midnight Club game. They make Midnight Club? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I did not. I Man, love Midnight, Midnight Club. Midnight Club was awesome. I love dude. Midnight Club. Like that's used I was thinking Remember I was telling I you, I used, to, yeah, man. I used to play racing games a lot. I was Midnight Club. Was I, don't, I mean, I doubt it because of the whole stealth thing. Yeah. But pop culture and cars, I mean. Well, it was fashion, too. Was, yeah. I mean, Need for Speed has done yeah. a lot of things with the campaigns where they got. So, uh, it's obviously not Red Dead, but they're probably. They're, it's probably not Max Payne. Red Dead 2, I think, will probably get announced next E3. Um, hmm. I would say they haven't done any single-player DLC for GTA V because it's all been the online stuff because it's kind of easy to add things to it. So I would like to see, you know, if it's if it's DLC for that. Uh, granted, I didn't really play a lot of single-player in GTA V. I just played online. Yeah, it was a lot better, in um, my honest opinion. But if they do DLC, then a lot a lot of people love that game. And, I'm not a huge GTA fan, so it's not, I guess that's... Honestly, like, to me, the best one was San Andreas. Yeah, and until too. 5 came out, I just really hadn't played any Grand Theft Auto. Because 4 was... I played a little bit of it, and I was like, hey, it's no San Andreas. I played some of Vice City. I played all of San Andreas, and then that was... That's all you had to do was play. follow the damn train. So... Let's look out and see what Rockstar's doing. Uh, and then this is something I, I didn't write down. Did you ever play L.A. Noir? No. I have it. Okay. Backlog. Maybe an L.A. Noir 2. Simply because of the whole stealth element. I don't know. I can't really think of much that right? would it's weird fit into that the, 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 like Everything seems to kind of fit towards like a GTA thing. Yeah. And stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Like, what? Are they are they making the new Splinter Cell? <laughs> so uh, I I didn't add this in, but I guess it's it's one more thing. Uh, our lost podcast. We talked for a very long time about how excited we were for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five. Oh my god! And the game came out. And from the look of the happiness on your face, Andy, you don't haven't heard about how horrible it is. No. <laughs> so, um, the game. When did it drop? Why did I miss this? I thought it wasn't on, coming out. Came on Tuesday. I thought it wasn't coming out till this Tuesday. Mm-mm. Uh, last Tuesday. Game is a four and a half gig install. With a seven and a half gig day one update. <laughs> that hurts. The look on Andy's face is very confused. Um, and what is actually on the disc is only like the tutorial, and the rest of the game is a day one update. So it's very strange. What? It's 
and then on top of that, uh, it's kind of broken as hell. And the game that <laughs> I'm mad because the gameplay footage we looked at, it looked so right? polished. There's and... like that one gameplay footage that like like it doesn't look like it has the best graphics. But I don't give shit. That's right. Something. It's Tony Hawk. We you talked wanna... about that. I don't want to get into another Tony yeah, Hawk. Yeah, you're discussion so right. Because we, we were we like an hour of that lost podcast was nip it in the bud. But it's it's a it's like it's a real shame because I was really excited for it and I really didn't care what it looked like because it was just it was classic Tony Hawk. And that gameplay was key. And there hasn't been a good, for, excuse me, there hasn't been a good Tony Hawk since Tony Hawk 4. Pro Skater 4 was the greatest. So, it's, it's really sad. Um, I, I, I hope that it gets fixed. And, you know, I hope maybe... Oh my god. Are you looking the up? The reviews for this game. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Uh, there's like, like it has, it's, you know, it's all about physics and about, you know, skating and the physics are bad. Like there's like, you can like just be skating and then hit like invisible shit or you'll clip a wall, like a, like barely, like not even really clip a ramp and then just fly off your board. (laughs) You can fly out of the map and stuff, like fall through it. That's bad stuff. He's looking up bad stuff on his phone. Um, not bad stuff, you know, Tony Hawk stuff. I can't. I can't even. So, combo uh, is. Alright, I just. I watched a video of a dude who. He uploaded a video and he was. He was just playing and out of nowhere his combos would just end and he would just randomly bail off of his board and just. It doesn't even look like. It doesn't look like the same footage we watched. Because the footage like, we watched is cool. What is happening? I was like, so you guys dropped. The, there's Tony Hawk's mad about this one. I wish we could have uploaded that podcast and didn't get lost, so you could understand how excited we Just were. Just so this game. stoked for it. So so stoked. The and stokedest. Then all the stuff happened. So I'm hoping that you know. Obviously, there's problems. Obviously, the developers know there's problem with it. I hope they don't just abandon it and say. Hope it's not like I, I. I hope they actually care about it, and they actually go out and fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's pretty easy in this situation to go. Eh, we don't goof. Here's some patches. You know, and and then just forget about it. But I, I feel like it was such a big flop that they're gonna patch the the really big bugs and then just leave it all out. I, I hope six months from now you have a great Tony Hawk game. And. <sighs> I wanted to throw that really, really saddens me. I wanted to throw that in there because it was really important to us. Then it sucked, and I wanted to hope. I wanted to land on some hope that maybe it'll be good. All right. So now let's get to some PlayStation news. Yay! Hold on, I just want to. Tony Hawk again. <laughs> I just found out that Neversoft didn't do this Tony Hawk. Yeah, never, like, never, Neversoft isn't out of business, but Mac, Activision owns them. Activision published It wasn't... They didn't have any part in developing this yeah. game. It was some company I've never heard of called Robomoto. Just gonna throw that out there. You guys are goofing. Get your shit together, Robomoto. So... 
some uh, Uncharted news. Uh, they said why they they announced why they delayed Uncharted uh, Uncharted Four. Was it for the uh, Uncharted collection? No. They said uh, it was supposed to be their fall game, you know, and now Sony really doesn't have anything this year uh, as far as exclusives other than the collection, but it's kind of half-exclusive, which sucks because I was really looking forward to Uncharted. I really like Uncharted a lot. It's like my, one of my favorite series. Is, um, I'm really, I, I kind of like Tomb Raider a little bit more just because I like, you can, I feel like you can do a little bit more, which is an advantage and a disadvantage because the story in Uncharted is better because of its its linearity. I think that's a word. Is that a word? Linearity. Linearity. Linearness. Oh. Linearness. <laughs> Linearity. Is that right? Okay. You know what you really need to do when you host a, a, a podcast? Make sure you know how to speak. <laughs> Make sure your English is on point before doing a podcast so, in English. Uh, also, um, I found that the the gameplay, well, the, you know, the, the gameplay was a little better in Tomb Raider uh, than some of the Uncharted. Uncharted One is it's a little wonkier than, than in the later ones, but you know, it's an earlier oh, yeah. game. It was they had to test it out. Uh, I could perfect it. So it is cool that we, I'm I'm really pumped for Tomb Raider this year. It'll, it, it, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I don't want to say it's going to hold me over until Uncharted, because I am really excited for Tomb Raider, and that seems like I'm just like, Uncharted is better. But Uncharted is really cool, and I did suck that it got delayed. But they said that they did it to, uh, they weren't really able to meet their, uh, what's the word, am the ambitions that they had for it. And so they had to move it back, and yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying I like that. Yeah. When developers are like, "Hey, we're pushing it back because we don't feel it's good enough," I'm completely okay with that. So, uh, historically, they've delayed uh, one game before, and it was The Last of Us. And they Naughty Dog made The Last of Us too. Mm -hmm. okay, no, they made The Last of Us one. Also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the thing about how they accidentally outed The Last of Us two in a live stream? They were like. The Last of Us, uh, yeah, we're working on the first one. And the guy was just like, oh, I, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that game is really famously, uh, it got delayed for a month. And that month was enough for them. They have said many times it's what went, made it from being like a good game to like the masterpiece that it is. They were able to, you know, really polish it up and make everything perfect. And it was. So... I'm hoping that this, uh, I don't remember what the original release date is now, but, I don't know, three to four months maybe, let's call it that. We don't have enough fans to yell at us <laughs> for wrong. <laughs> uh, to really make it great, which is cool, because, I don't know, uh, I may have to wait a little longer for Uncharted, but I was already going to have to you know, decide between that or Tomb Raider in the first place, and now I just played Tomb Raider, which I, it sounds like I'm giving Tomb Raider a bad rep, but I actually do like Tomb Raider more than Uncharted. I, I just, I don't want to be biased for Xbox or something, <laughs> but I really, really love Tomb Raider, I really love Uncharted, but I don't know, I like the open world of Tomb Raider more than the linear. I had the newest Tomb Raider, I literally, I had not played it until one day it was, that was actually this past year, 
They had it on Steam's ridiculous summer sale that they do every year, Definitive Edition, for $12.95. And I was like, I cannot afford to not buy this game. And I fell so in love good. with it from right there. So I was good. like, this is so good. This is the best Tomb Raider I've ever played. Did you see, I don't know if you've seen stuff about Rise of the Tomb Raider, but... Uh, I've been keeping up with it. <laughs> you can learn languages, and it's hilarious. It's so I, funny. Like... <laughs> it's such a simple like I love the simple things like that that they added the game. I could list a whole slew of simple gameplay mechanics that have made me love games, but that one that is instantly like top five. So super pumped for Rise of the Tomb Raider. That's uh, that's one of those that on the horizon. That's one of those things like I know I'm gonna play it and love it, but I know that it's gonna have to move out of the fall for like at least a month or two. Like well, probably realistically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know everything. Like everything's gonna stop when Fallout comes out, and unfortunately, I'm not gonna be one of those guys who goes against Tomb Raider first and then plays Fallout. I don't have the patience for that. It's gonna be fall nonstop for us, probably a month and a half, and then I'll go get Tomb Raider. <laughs> if I'm not sleeping or doing other things that aren't playing Fallout, I'm gonna be playing Fallout. Like, I, 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 I intend. I fully believe that I will only sleep of like three hours a night. <laughs> That's what I did when Skyrim came out. Because I, I will play Fallout until I go to sleep, and then I'll be so excited, I'll wake up early and play Fallout. Yep. If you like that. So, uh, yeah. That was why they delayed Uncharted. And, you know... And that's cool with me, because that's just going to be that much better when it finally comes out. Night Dog makes great stuff, and from the track record, if they delay something because they think they have to, that means they are, you know, they're... It's as I mean they've done it. I think as far as I know they've done it once, and it, they pretty much pulled like a Nintendo. And they were like, "Hey, we need this perfect. So we're sorry you don't have it right away, but we're giving you something yeah. perfect." And they said like uh, they were they from what they were looking at, they were gonna have to sacrifice something. Specifically, the ending. There were some parts that they weren't gonna be able to do to ship it in time, but. Because it's the last Uncharted game, it's Thief's End, it's Nate's last adventure. They really want to, they want to go out with a bang. So play it as long as you want, you know. As I don't care if that's, especially if I mean, I granted there'll probably be another Uncharted game. I don't doubt that, but if that's Naughty Dog's last Uncharted game, take as long as you need to. Cause, yeah. Uh, they also announced why Golden Oblit, what Golden Abyss, is not in the Uncharted collection. Which, I was really bummed about this, because I didn't play Golden Abyss, and I played the other three because I didn't have Vita uh, until very recently, and I still haven't gotten Golden Abyss, I know, so again, we don't have enough fans to yell at me, and if we do, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for caring. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, I was like, I was like, man, it's, because they've, I'm, uh, they've put mobile, well, not mobile, but handheld games on before. Uh, especially in collections, uh, like in the God of War collection, they have the two PSP God of War games on there, and they're great. They look good. Uh, so... Disregard. Okay. So, I was, I, I, this was a big bummer for me, but, because I was like, not only will I have a chance to play it, it may not look as great as the other ones, but it'll be, you know, big screen and HD. And those games, it's all about the big set pieces. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the fact that there's an Uncharted game on the Vita is already insane. 
you know, but I, and I'm sure, because it's, you know, it's such a huge deal, um, that I would have liked to see it on a big screen, but they said that it didn't fit with their central theme they had throughout the entire game, they, they said they were looking at it, and they were thinking about doing it, but there was definitely an overarching theme and story to all of the games that they wanted to keep pure, uh, now, they didn't make Golden Abyss, so I, you may think that, nah, you know, this the thought may, may score in your head, like it does mine. Maybe they just wanted to be like, hey, this is Naughty Dog's collection. You know, this, this is what we do. So here's it's probably like how MCC didn't come to Reach. Yeah. Unfortunately, I guess. Right, Reach was Reach was dope. Reach gets so good. Reach gets a bad rep. You know. Yeah, because people don't like Microsoft and what they did to Bungie, and people yeah. always assume three four three is a bunch of Nazis. I mean, you know, was it the best Halo game? No, but I really liked it. And I'd like people. Uh, it, it's it's weird because it, it seems very divided. Some people really hate the story, and some people really like the story. And I really like the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel a lot of people with this again. A lot of people who don't like the story were at least from my experience, people who actually read The Fall of Reach and didn't like the minute changes. But that's going to happen any time you adapt a book into any other format. So, we're in the we're in the PlayStation section talking about Halo. Sorry. We're all going to catch on fire here. <laughs> uh, Heresy. So, anyway, that sucks, but I hope they, I, uh, I hope they release it like digitally. I'm sorry, I want to scoot this in here. I have a bit of PlayStation news. I don't know if you know about a Final Fantasy fighting game by the name of Final Fantasy Dissidia. I've heard PSP of it, yeah. exclusives. They are making... Well, it's already been made. It's out in arcades in Japan, like all of the cool stuff already is. A console version, PlayStation nice. 4, of Final Fantasy Dissidia. Did not know that. And I've still... seen the gameplay for it, and I want that game. It's not like the the older style where it was like they it's it's all been just like an amalgamation of characters from all of the past Final like they have mm-hmm. the hero of light from Final Fantasy one all the way up to lightning from Final Fantasy thirteen they just handpick like two or three of the main big characters that's dope but uh, those ones were one on one and this one is gonna be a three on three fighting game where you can actually have up to six human players <laughs> that's cool because it's like you have a party yeah like it's in, gonna be yeah. like a, a Smash Bros, but for Final Fantasy on a 3D plane. That's dope. Right. So I thought I'd throw that out there for the, the Dissidia fans, if there are any. So, uh, I hope that they release Golden Abyss as like a digital title for the PS4. Um, I mean, I have a Vita now, so I'll probably go get it on Vita, but still, like I said, it's, it's a big set-piece game. I want to see it on big TV. an awesome concept and an amazing system. Hold on, buddy. We'll get there. Okay. It's the next thing. Alright. So. <laughs> sad news in the world of handheld gaming. No Vita 2. Uh, PlayStation head Shuhei Yoshida. He's got a fun name, that Shuhei. <laughs> uh, has said that a Vita successor is unlikely. Which sucks. Because I'm a big fan of handheld gaming. Uh... My 3DS is probably my most played console. It, my 3DSX, new 3DS XL may be my favorite console of all time. And Vita is dope. The thing is comfy. That screen is awesome. 
You got that OLED saying. Mm -hmm. uh, also, dual analog sticks. Mm -hmm. so throw that out there Freaking crazy. What doesn't every handheld system have two analog sticks? Yeah. It, it, whenever I play it, or whenever you know, whenever I, whenever I hold that, and then I go to 3DS. Like I love 3DS and all the games on it, but I'm just like, man, if you just if you just squished them both together, mm -hmm. you would have the greatest the thing perfect ever. System the perfect system ever, and it's so powerful. You know, it's, it's it's got PS3 technology in a little miniature box. <laughs> Actually, I think the specs are a little better than stock PlayStation. So, uh, he cited mobile gaming as being the downside of PS Vita. And, yeah, a lot of people, uh, I don't, there's a guy who wrote a thing, and again, we don't have enough fans to yell at us for not being prepared, uh, <laughs> or professional, whatever, <laughs> we're two dudes, <laughs> according to podcast, <laughs> eat it, someone will listen, yeah. Eat it, professional games media. <laughs> we don't get paid for this. We don't have to. <laughs> anyway, um, but he wrote a story. I can look it up if I. So tired. Um, uh, that it was essentially the uh, Sony killed the PlayStation Vita, not mobile gaming. Yeah, you it know? was Sony's lack of good game. Granted, there were no. a few like. They, they just games, they but. did not support it. They messed up marketing, freaking the proprietary memory. And if you're not a PlayStation guy, even if you're a PlayStation guy and you're not a you, you're not a Vita guy, there's a big problem with the Vita. And they're pretty reasonably priced, you know. Like it's way more powerful than a 3DS, mm -hmm. like astoundingly more powerful than a 3DS. The same, like, they are literally the same price. Oh, word. Yeah, uh, one ninety nine ninety nine, and it it's just light years ahead of a 3DS. Uh, and I love my 3DS, but it's it's the truth, and it's the same price. But it's just like they, they don't they, they, uh, it's, it's marketed as a freaking now you know they don't make games for it they said they they're stopped making games for it uh, all it is now is a side thing for your PS4 so you can play you know the grand it's cool but you can do remote play where you can play games anywhere you go uh, but that's all they really say for it and. It's a real shame because there's a lot of cool stuff on the Vita. There's cool stuff coming to the Vita still. Like there are so many good games for the Vita, but the lack of support and the fact that most of the games are indie games for like the corest of core gamers mm -hmm. kind of killed it. I won't even lie. Plus, it's no third party support. No whatsoever. third party support at all. But there's not a lot of third party third party support on 3ds anyway. As well, you know, there's more obviously, but yeah. still, it's way less. But you know, see, whenever uh, just th this guy said in the article again, don't remember. Don't care. <laughs> um, uh, he cited, you know, it's hard for a handheld to succeed. And granted, it's not doing as good as DS, but 3ds sold like 50 million copies, and I'm pretty well, much they've, they've got some. 
some yeah. pretty good established huge fan bases yeah. with solid games coming out on the regular. So if you know, and you gotta you gotta think that the and the PSP <laughs> Pokemon Zelda Mario the PSP sold huge and ridiculous. So if they would have just kept it going, uh, oh I forgot to mention this again. I'm tired in case you uh, didn't hear it before. But uh, the problem with it is. Uh, oh, yeah, we were talking about the price. Man, I'm sorry. I rant a lot. <laughs> it happens. For, for our listeners out there, I stayed up all day yesterday uh, for like 20 hours and uh, marathoned all the Harry Potter movies. Cuz. <laughs> Harry Potter is mm-hmm. and, I, and then I, I got up at like 8.30 in the morning. So I only slept for like three hours. And they were recording this very late. But that usually makes for a funner podcast. Hopefully. And if not, then the two guys who listen to it will yell at me on <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Hey, man, you can get it together. What you doing there? <laughs> Anyone who listens to this podcast knows I'm the one who runs the Twitter, so they can yell at me directly. <laughs> Quit being a little bitch. Wake up. Um, but the memory, like, the, 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 it costs one nine nine ninety nine. This super advanced crazy high-tech piece of hardware with great stuff on it. But a 32-gig memory card for it is 100 bucks. And the memory cards, and this is what I 100, like, literally, because I owned the Vita, and it was awesome. The only bad thing I honestly have to say about the Vita is I don't like the... Uh, the cartridge system. I would have been fine how they did with the PSP Go where everything is done. Uh, I don't know. I, I respectfully disagree with you there. Like, see, but this, this is just my opinion. Yes, I understand. I would have been okay A with lot. that. If, if the memory sticks for the Vita weren't proprietary hardware, like if you could go like buy a SanDisk USB and mm-hmm. just throw that in there. For or like, a freaking SD card yeah, like you I'm can saying. with a 3DS and get, you know... Get a like sixty four gig, not even, and for like twenty bucks. This is a problem that since the Vita has launched has had. But like if you, if I could get if I could put one hundred and twenty gig SD card in my Vita, you better believe I'd be giving Sony thousands of dollars and I would fill that SD card straight up, straight up. But right now I'm rocking a freaking eight gig, and I got a. Delete. I gotta balance. You gotta play a balance game. You know, if I want, mm-hmm. if I get something new, I gotta delete something else. You know, and uh, it's just yeah. that's another reason I I had to get rid of mine because honestly, really at s- the time there were only three good games because Uncharted hadn't come out yet, and three Vita games because they did the whole backwards compatibility. You get the PlayStation yeah. one and. P- old PSP. The only three good games, in my opinion, were this shooter called Unit 13. It was very similar to Call of Duty, Medal of Honor-ish. Good campaign, solid mm-hmm. multiplayer. Wipeout 2048, a futuristic racing game, and this RPG thing. One of my favorite games ever. We've talked about it. Gravity Rush. When they came out, that, that was like that was it. And for the longest time, <laughs> they didn't have any other good games. So. It sucks. Again, you know, I hope, hope I hope I I don't know. Well, Sony, the 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 bad part about this is I think if Sony was a Nintendo, mm-hmm. 
they would make another handheld. Definitely. But because Sony is Sony's not just PlayStation. You know, as gamers, we can tend to forget that. They, they used to be. But they do lots of other things, and if you keep up with uh, the trades lately, those other things aren't doing super the best for them, but PlayStation is doing gangbusters. Mm-hmm. They are making... Gang, uh, PlayStation is their most profitable branch, pr- profitable branch they have, and you gotta believe if, if they were just a video game company like Nintendo... And they were doing so well with PlayStation. Of course, they would make another handheld. Of course, they would be like, "Yeah, we're, we're making all our money back in freaking buckets with this PS4." <laughs> so we'll invest some money and make a cool handheld. And we'll get a bucket gold some money. Yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, and that if you know, if a quarter of this freaking inst- massive PS4 install base buys one, then sure, we'll fine. But because it's a larger company. It's a much more, you know, it's a bigger they're, they're investment. They're an entertainment company. Yeah. It's a bigger investment. The way they look at it is, you know, they're, it's the most profitable thing, but the rest of their stuff isn't doing as great, and they can't risk it on a less, you know, on a, on a very risky venture with a handheld after their last one, you know, failed so badly. I mean, monetarily speaking, of course, you know, it's a great, great system. Mm-hmm. So... And it's, I like Shio Yoshida. He's a good guy. Very good attitude. Everything does is awesome. But it's just... I've been a PlayStation fanboy for as long as I can remember. Uh, but it's just a... It's, a, it's, a, it's, 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 it's very... It's, it's almost a scapegoat attitude. Just be like, yeah, it's, it's, we're not going to do it. And it's, it's mobile games fault. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. And you know what? The you, Wii U almost yeah. like... They're like almost done. But the 3DS is mm-hmm. still trucking. Even if, yeah, even if it is mobile games' fault, you know it's you still could have tried. Yeah, now, <laughs> you could have put a little more effort into. I'm it. not blaming Shuhei Yoshida. He, you know, he, he's the director. There's only so much. He can yeah, do. there's only so much he can do. There's you know that he he doesn't make all the decisions. But again, PlayStation as a whole as a whole could have done more, and they did because of that the Vita suffered. It may not have flourished again. The, the 3DS is doing fine, but it's not doing as great as it did before. And But if the Vita was doing as good as the 3DS is, uh, yeah, there'd probably be a Vita 2. And, I don't know. Maybe Sony will risk it They'll, if, if, they can, if they can find a way to market it and try to get their current, again, massive PS4 install base onto a handheld. Maybe they'll do it, but <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, I think this is our last bit of PlayStation news. Uh, something I'm crazy pumped about. You don't fucking know, dude. Dude, alright, so this is a big deal for me. I, when I found this out, I was in the, uh, what do you call it? It's like the, the, it's like a big student meeting area at college. And I, like, got up and literally was like, F yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I am the biggest Street Fighter fan ever. Is this Street Fighter V related? It's Street Fighter V related. Now, granted, I am horribly disgusted with the fact <laughs> that Street Fighter V is a console exclusive to PlayStation. Uh, granted, I would have bought it on PlayStation eventually anyway, because I get, I get Street Fighter everywhere. 
But it very it's very annoying that they're saying specifically now granted I'm sure PlayStation put a lot of money behind it to get it developed, especially because Capcom is doing very well. You know, so I mean, I get, maybe I should thank PlayStation for getting Street Fighter Five out. But <laughs> third-party exclusives are ah, just—they're a, a dirty, dirty thing, and I don't like them. And I'm sure a lot of people don't like them, and it sucks. Now that I got the negatives out of the way, because of how much I hate the idea of what's going on with Street Fighter Five, they announced Zangief. Okay. Who or? I remember you were telling me how disappointed you were about yeah. Zangief. Or Zang- Zangief for others. But that... <laughs> he, Zang- Zangief is my main. And... Not a lot of people main as, as, as Zangief, as I'm going to call him for the rest of this podcast. But he kicks so much ass. And he's, it's so... It's it's funny when you're Zangief. It's, it's not funny for the other person, because they get really mad. But a big thing in fighting games... <laughs> Uh, it's been the stick and punch. Yeah, people really hate grappling uh, because it's usually like two moves, it's two buttons, and then they can't do anything. But so many of Zangief's moves are grapples, and he has his moves are hard to do. You know, like you have to, yeah, you spin the stick and punch, but it's kind of actually a bit more difficult <laughs> to spin the stick in a perfect circle. You right? Because you can mess up, and then you're just doing nothing. Uh, and so many of his moves are grabs. And then the other person just can't do anything, and they just have to watch as their guy gets thrown around. And the gameplay footage looks so good. It, there's, it's him fighting Bison. It's amazing. So I watched that video, and I got up, and I screamed F, yeah, and I loved it. Are you talking about the one where he absorbs an attack, gets recoverable health, and it just... Yeah. Mercs. Okay. Right. Literally just watch. You watch. Yeah. And then did you see how good it looks, it's, man? It's gorgeous, man. So, again, I'm very upset that it's a console exclusive. And I had mixed feelings about it. You know, I do prefer to play uh, Street Fighter on Xbox. I prefer to play Mortal Kombat on PlayStation. Because I don't like playing Street Fighter with a D pad, I think it works better with a stick. Much better with that. That's fighting games in general for me, honestly. Well, some I think are much more deep. I think I think Mortal Kombat. I, I do. I play Mortal Kombat exclusively with the D pad. Does Mortal Kombat have the uh, do its commands do diagonals or is it just sometimes? Okay. I was about to say for if it didn't do diagonal commands, then yeah, D pad would yeah. be a lot better. But uh, but I do. St- I, I prefer stick a lot more with uh, Street Fighter. So the whole. Uh, the, the, you know, the whole D-pad and buttons on a PlayStation, and then you have sticking buttons on Xbox. So, I'm a little annoyed, and I don't really play PC, so I don't, I'm not going to get it on PC. PC Master Race. Yep. Uh, they also, a uh, so, crazy hyped about that. Love that. So happy about that. Just, because they, they're having a lot of new characters, as we'll see here in a second, so I was very worried that he was going to get shut out, because I don't think he's the most popular character. Yeah, but he's been there since, yeah. like, Street Fighter 2. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. So, I, you know, but maybe that wasn't enough. I, I'm very happy that it is, and that he's there, you know? But, I mean, like, so far, we, ha- we haven't seen Dalsum. You know what I mean? So, maybe... So, I think they're, they're doing good on Street Fighter 2 characters. They have most of them. But, uh, we'll see. But I'm very happy that Zangief's there. Love Zangief. Um, 
And as far as uh, a new character got leaked. Her uh, name is Laura, and she's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And she was pretty cool. I mean, uh, I didn't see any footage. It was all screenshots. So I don't really know what her fighting style looked like. And, you know, uh, this Street Fighter looks a lot faster than 4. 4 is pretty quick, but this is, from the gameplay I've seen, it's pretty dang quick. Uh, and, man, I get down with Street Fighter. <laughs> See, I've always been a, a Marvel vs. Capcom and Tekken fighting game kind of guy. I'm a purist. What you mean? Tekken's pretty, pretty pure, bro. There's no such thing as a pure 3D fighting game. Why not? Because... Sidestepping. And I, I know we. What's side, sidestepping? Side sidestepping. I mean, sidestepping is impure. Sidestepping is one of the purest things you can get in combat. Yeah, in real life. This ain't real life. This is a video game. Sidestepping exactly. impure. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> sidestepping opens up like a whole new combination. 2D Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> sidestepping opens up a whole new dimension of combat. And yeah, then when you get a to whole the true new 3D. Impure. Direction. <laughs> when you get to the true 3D games like Xenoverse, it's just get out, forget about it. Oh my god! Yeah, just you know what? You, you go on a fighting game forum, go tell them that Street Fighter isn't pure. And they'll kick <laughs> you off. Mods <laughs> will find where you bad. live. <laughs> <laughs> so, not to sound elitist about Street Fighter, <laughs> but I really like Street Fighter. Uh. So that's awesome. Uh, I don't. And then this this isn't on the list. But did you did, did do you know about the the DLC plan for Street Fighter? I do not. It is, and it pains me to say this so much. It, it legitimately makes me feel bad about myself. It's very mobile like, because <laughs> uh, you can earn in game currency called fight money, which is a reference to. Uh, Balrog, and you can use this in-game currency to purchase uh, all the DLC characters without any actual money. Um, and instead of having uh, section DLC, big drops like they did with pretty much every other Street Fighter game, going back to 2, where they have a completely new type of Street Fighter, uh, and then therefore you're kind of branching off and splitting your install base. They're just going to do normal updates like any, most other fighting games. Uh, updating them and tweaking their little by little and adding one character at a time. Instead of doing these huge massive balance updates with five characters. They're just character. changing, every, changing so much yeah. they have to release a whole new game. Exactly. So you can earn these characters by playing a lot with this in-game fight money. Or you can spend real money in a lot. Which is cool because I play so much Street Fighter. I bet I'm never <laughs> gonna play. I'm never gonna pay for a character in that game. MOBA, like that's yeah. pay to win, not MOBA. Like. It's not pay to win. You're still you're just unlocking characters. But I mean, it's like unlocking a well, character. It's I, like I don't know how balanced it's gonna be, but it's Street Fighter's gonna be balanced. Okay. It's like they're one thing. That's <laughs> everything is perfectly balanced. Um, but you know, it's like oh, well, I play Smite. You know, it's like I can go on, buy some stuff, and I can go buy all the gods, or I can just sit there and grind for a really long time, and slowly and surely, oh, I'm off of one by one. It's just like that. Uh, Alright, let's say we're PlayStation. Moving PlayStation. along. 
Keep on trucking. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to know. All right, so this. All right, this is good. There's a lot of this is Microsoft. We're we're on Microsoft uh, Xbox. There's n- a lot of this stuff is just real quick. Um, Microsoft announced. Announced. Microsoft announced. Uh, get this shit out of my face. Uh, five Xbox One bundles for the holidays. Andy, it's like a talk show. It's it's the late show. All right. The light is shining right in my eye. Dude. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, that's better. It's still weird. This is why we don't do video podcasts. <laughs> you don't want to know what's going on, listeners. So, you know, it's five bundles. Uh, some of them are a lot better deals than others, as I will explain. So, uh, let's go with uh, the worst. Some of the worser ones first. Get them out of the way. They have a Lego Movie the Game bundle. 500 gig, $350. It's alright. If you want to get your kid an Xbox, it comes with a Lego game. It's not the newest Lego game, which is kind of weird, but I guess, you know, it's a free game. But there's, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Lego. Not a big deal. What are you going to do? They have a, uh, a the Gears of War bundle, which they've been selling, but a special edition. It comes with the white console. Uh, Gears of War White Ultimate. for Gears of War? Yeah. Well, I think they just have this Gears, this white console. Yeah, because originally it was, Sunset it was the Sunset Overdrive, and then it was Master Chief Collection, and now it's Gears of War. I th- they just need They're to just, s- yeah. sell a white console. For real. It's been the special edition thing for so many things. Um, but it's a Walmart exclusive, so if you want to get a white console, and they're sold out everywhere else, and you want to get Gears of War. Uh, again, if you play that game, I think before the end of the year, you get every Gears of War game, including one, the original version. Uh, free with backwards compatibility, digital. So whenever backwards compatibility backwards compatibility hits, it'll just show up in your download queue, and you can download them all for free. Uh, again, that's a five hundred gig, three hundred fifty dollars. And uh, there's a really terrible one, and well, I guess we'll talk about that one last because it'll be take probably we'll we'll have to discuss a little bit about how terrible <laughs> it is. It's really freaking awful. Um. Uh, then there's a good one. There's a there's a Fallout bundle with a terabyte. Uh, it's not a special edition console. It just comes with a free copy of Fallout, terabyte hard drive. Uh, How much? Three ninety nine. It's fifty dollars more than the base yeah, console yeah. for the five hundred extra gigs, which is a good deal. Uh, the four any day of the week. My Forza one. That was uh, that you, you can still get the Forza one. It's not one of the new bundles they announced, but if you're looking to get a console, it makes car noises. Um, but it's terabyte hard drive Uh, and then they have a Tomb Raider bundle comes with Tomb Raider Definitive Edition and Rise of the Tomb Raider man I wish I could get my hands on one of the the Tomb Raider Xbox ones those were just so sick looking but the limitedest yeah He's, he's referring to uh, this. The Xbox did a giveaway and it had a cool Tomb Raider thing. And it was awesome. But both games, uh, terabyte, three hundred nine, so they're both free, uh, which is really cool. If you're looking to get a console, Tomb Raider, 
as you may or may not know, is exclusive to Xbox, at least for a year. It's time exclusive, but it's a very long time exclusive, so if you're thinking about getting an Xbox uh, and you want to play Tomb Raider, or you really want to play Tomb Raider, it might be worth it to get the Xbox, especially because gonna be, you're going to have Halo this year. Uh, you're going to have mod support first for Fallout, if that's a big deal for you. Um, there's good stuff on Xbox this year, and there's not as much on PlayStation, not to sound um, uh, biased. But it's true. So, that's a cool one. I love Tomb Raider. If I didn't have my cool Xbox that uh, made car noises, I'll consider getting that one. Uh, then you have, by far, the best bundle. By a lot, a lot. Terabyte hard drive. 399. Same as the other ones. Comes with Gears Ultimate. Which, again, if you play, you get the four Gears of War games. Ori in the Blind Forest, which as you, yes, <laughs> as you may not know, is an Xbox exclusive, uh, I think Microsoft made indie game that is really big deal. It's amazing. Check it out. Uh, and Rare then, Replay. And then Rare Replay. Yeah, I know about that bundle. So, Rare Replay, 30 classic Rare games for $30. Well, actually, $30 doesn't matter because it's free. But... 30. 30 games. Yeah. So, if you think about it, you get four, you get 30 games with Rare Replay. You get Ori and the Blind Forest, And then you get Gears of War Ultimate Edition, which is the remake. And then you get all four original Gears of War games. And, correct me if I'm mistaken, access to the Gears 4 beta. And, I, yes, you do get access to the Gears 4 beta. Wait. Are they already? Yeah, I think you do. I'm getting it confused with the Uncharted collection now. So you get, you get, because the Uncharted 4 beta you get access to with Uncharted collection, but I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm not 90% sure. Uh, and the Gears of War remake, I think, is uh, they have extra content in it, and they also change up the, the cutscenes a little bit, and the story a little bit. So I think it's enough different game to count it as a separate thing. Yeah. So it's an updated version of the original Gears with. Multiplayer option, 19 maps, 6 game modes, and 5 additional campaign yeah. So you got your multiplayer shooter. Not Well, I mean, there's multiplayer shooters in Rare Replay, but you got a big multiplayer shooter. Uh, 30 games and Ori. It's like the quintessential Xbox One indie game. Uh, all for 3 All for free. So that is 36 uh, free games. That's 36 that's, that's games. free games. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot, a That's lot. That's twice as many as 18. <laughs> Shut up. <man. laughs> um, so that is by far, that's their, uh, their 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 holiday value bundles, which you call it. Probably that thing that's going to sell out on Black Friday. Oh, yeah. Because it is insane how good a deal that is. Insane in the membrane. So then we have this garbage bundle. This freaking trash bundle. I think I know which one you're talking about. So they announced these on Twitter. And when they announced this one, the picture they put up, they hid it behind another bundle. As sort of to be like, <laughs> oh it's there. God. So um, I'm a big fan of the Connect. Not a lot of people are. I am. It makes the traveling the UI way better. They announced one Connect bundle. And let me hear, let me tell you what the garbage this comes with. Freaking well, Zoo Tycoon, which isn't really garbage, it's not bad. But freaking Zoo Tycoon. Connect Sports Rivals. 
and Dance Central Revolution. <laughs> and a Connect. <laughs> and but this is a, cannot deal. This is the problem. It's five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. That's as much as which like, does, the, uh, does the does the special edition Call of Duty Xbox come with a Connect? No. Wait. The $500 one? No, but it's that... Alright, so the problem with this is... That's how much... three. That's how much they used to cost. That's what, that's what I paid for my console. But this is a 500 gig. Which means... It, if, if you may not know... There was a... They did a price cut on Xbox Ones by $50. Mm-hmm. So 500 gigs are 350 And usually... Well, before when they were actually trying to sell Connects, a Connect bundle... Was four fifty. It was a hundred dollars more. You got the connect, but you still saved the fifty dollars. Is the connect so expensive? I don't know. It's, you'd think it'd be cheaper, like because no one's no one wants it, but like me and one other guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have zero use for a connect. Like you know, like it, it's, no one wants one, but I I I wish I wish they put out a blue connect to match my Forza Xbox One. I'd buy it. But it's it's no one else wants one. They should be cheaper, but that that's a that 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 that's another conversation for another day. But the problem is, is you're not you know you're get it's not a terabyte console like what you're usually spending that extra fifty dollars for. So you're getting some Kinect games, uh, which already aren't good, not the best. And come on now, how many good Kinect games are there? Like be th- real. I think there's three. And there's a lot of Connect games. There's more Connect games than people know about. Yeah. So it's no Wii Sports. <laughs> it's it's it, it, you know the, but the games aren't a big deal. You know if if you want to play them, you want to play them. That's that I they're not my thing. To each their own. But to each their own. That's for you. But the big the big problem here that I have with it is they're not honoring the original price cut that yeah. they established <laughs> with this. And if it was a terabyte console, it makes sense. But uh, it it it, it uh, they hid it behind another console, almost like they were ashamed of the Connect, and like they were ashamed of this price point, And I don't know why it's there to begin with. You know, it's I'm glad probably thought nobody would notice. It's I'm glad to see that there is a Connect bundle because I like the Connect. You know, I don't use it for. I guess it's. I guess you could say you know it's it 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 is. I don't use it any game ever. I've never used it for a video game. But it does work for. I use it for it's Skype, for Twitch, Skype, Twitch. Wait, um, there's Skype on Xbox. Yeah, and it's great because of the Connect. Um, <laughs> Skype, Twitch, and uh, you know, using the UI, using it, you know, to. I'm I'm glad that I when I want to watch Netflix or TV or something, I don't need to waste batteries on the controller. I can just use the Connect. Uh, when Cortana comes out. I think it'll be really awesome, but it it it, it, it <laughs> just of saying Xbox, you're gonna say Cortana. Yeah, well, I think it can do more from what I've seen. It doesn't matter. It's just it, it, it sucks. <laughs> this bundle. Like it doesn't even come with free live or anything. So whenever you see like something great like this terabyte Gears Rare Replay Ori bundle, and then in the same picture you got this 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 thing. Ugh. It's for the people who don't know about Xbox. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I like dance, and I like zoos. (laughs) Anyway, 
so that's a list of, of, of those bundles. Uh, you, you still can also get the normal Gears bundle if they sell out of the Rare Replay Gears Ori bundle, which, again, you should totally get because that's a crazy good deal. Uh, and, you know, when I, if you want a Gears bundle, you'll still be able to get the regular one, but the white one is exclusive to Walmart, so you have to check that out there. doesn't start going on sale until November either. Yeah. So you might want to, if you do want it, go ahead and. Get it set up. Snag, snag a pre-order. Uh, Black Friday, either, I'm sure these will probably it's go... It's got to be black. Because that's what it is. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, maybe they'll go down... I'm sure they'll go down in price. Um, probably about like uh, 50 bucks. somewhere. You'll, you'll get another free game, something like that. That's usually what the deals are. Uh, if that's what you're waiting for. So, that's it on that. It's cool, good stuff. Nice to see they have a lot of options. Yeah, super solid. Uh, something, you know, it, it, something for anyone who wants it. And then, it's, it is good to see you got these these big AAA brand new titles you get for free. Like Fallout and Tomb Raider. Uh, next thing, uh, Party Chat has been increased from 8 to 12. Which, I heard about that doesn't really make that much of a difference to me, because if I'm playing with 12 people, I don't even think I honestly have 12 people yeah. that all play the no, same game yeah. at one time. Granted, you know, it's not for me. I don't know, actually, because if we can get some good social nerd stuff going, mm -hmm. and we get some good social nerds, friends and fans, I would like to have 12 people in a party to play Halo Definitely. with. You know what I'm saying? We go That's do some good, Warzone. Good, awesome Warzone. Yeah, you have a there. good, nice Warzone Super team. Um, but even then, I don't see why you'd need to be in a party. Well, you know, if you, if you have a whole team. But it, it's, it's just cool. It's more functionality. Whether yeah. you're going to use it or not, you know, there's people who will. Like I said, I don't, I don't really even like talking to anybody on a mic, so it's not <laughs> the biggest deal for me. It's not for you. But it is, it's, it's cool. Glad, glad to see it. You know, make, making something they have better, it's great. Uh, uh, well, I'm trying, there's some stuff here that we're going to have to talk about, so I want to see if there's, um, this one, I guess, uh, it's, uh, well, it's, yeah, it's more of a statement. Twisted Pixel, mm -hmm. indie developer that has been, uh, has left Microsoft, they broke up, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't her, it was him. <laughs> Did they get sued too? No, nah, I don't think so. Uh, developer of games like The Maw, Explosion Man, uh, good Xbox Live Arcade games, really good stuff. Uh, but it's good, you know, the, the, they're going to be able to put their games on more platforms, which is great uh, for indie developer. Get as much stuff as you can. Oh, hey, they're from Texas. Yeah, Austin too. I didn't know that. Which is, like, right near us. Yeah. Uh, so that's just, you know, it's cool. I'm down for it. Yeah. Always looking. Um, I Be love able, the indies. Be able to play cool Twisted Pixel indies on, on, on our views. <laughs> Explosion Man 2. Not Miss Explosion Man, because that's different. Uh, <laughs> next thing... You know, I guess we're getting too tired to even talk about this stuff. Which is cool. <laughs> let's, let me see how long this has been going for. Oh, jeez. What? We're at two hours. Yeah, see, I told we should have split it up. 
to a couple different, like, we can't, done three, three small podcasts. We can't do a bunch of different podcasts. Well. Well, I mean, we can, but it's, it's hard for me. Okay. And and then you know it's we we already have very few subscribers on our one, maybe wait till we get to oh man, uh wait 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 until we get to at least some a decent install base before we can actually branch out on other stuff. Besides, I, whenever I whenever I started this, I went on you know I was like hey you guys like long podcasts, and that's what it is long podcast. Yeah. I really I wish that I had I listen to a lot of podcasts and I wish I had someone like this. Now, like this week, uh, I was listening to the podcasts. Uh, I was listening to the podcasts I listened to, and a lot of them were like forty minutes. And I was like, "Oh man, this is just..." <laughs> well, you know, like I I, I I drive around a lot, yeah. run a lot of errands. I, I like to listen. I wish I like to listen to video like like Destiny. I was playing Destiny, and I don't care about the story of Destiny as I told you. And I skip cutscenes all the time. I just like shooting stuff. So I like to put on a podcast and just listen to that while I play Destiny. And I wish I had. A, Three hours podcast because I'm gonna play Destiny yeah, for three hours. Play, yeah, Destiny is not a, a forty mm-hmm. sit down and all right, I'm done. And like I'll tear through all of them one time just playing video games. And so I wish I had a big long thing like this. That's what she said. Ha <laughs> uh, Microsoft bought Havoc from Intel, uh, physics engine. Which I think is freaking crazy. So crazy. But then again, Intel is just, they're doing good for themselves, so they and can afford it, it. And it's crazy, they're just like, okay, it's done. Yeah, there wasn't even like a big thing. I feel yeah. like it was just that they met up in the middle of the yeah. night and was like, hey, you, you, you want to buy this Havoc? And like like when, like when they bought Mojang and Minecraft, it was a huge deal and everyone was talking about it, and this time it's just like, yeah, okay, happened. Cool. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Havoc is a physics engine used in a lot of video games. A lot of video games. Most recently, uh, games like Destiny, Mortal Kombat X, uh, Dark Souls 2. Any Halo game you've yeah. ever played. Uh, Watch Dogs and the upcoming Crackdown, which is most likely what they bought it for. Because I'm sure they use it, probably going to use it like crazy in Crackdown with all the destruction physics-based stuff in that. That, you know, I guess, you know, they were like, we're already going to have to pay the licensing fee. So we might as well spend billions and just buy it. <laughs> That was, that, that was a joke. That's when you go, ha, 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 ha. Ah, ah. There you go. You got it, big guy. <laughs> I'm just uh, looking up a little more info on the Havoc deal. Yeah. Because I didn't know much about it. Honestly, like, until you told me, I had I didn't even know what happened. Apparently it happened like two days ago. Yeah, that's pretty recent. And Microsoft now, which I think is, like, crazy. Because, like, I, I was telling you about it earlier. Now... The only ones, unless they, unless they do like what Source Engine to make it like partially open source. The only well, they said they will license out to everybody. They're not gonna like hold it back for anyone. Uh, just like Minecraft, you know. I don't think they want to be dicks about it. They're just yeah. And since since it's no longer proprietary to Intel, and Intel keeps a lot of their technology under wraps, pretty tight wraps actually. They just Give it to people. There are uh, maybe they just they just use it so much that they were like they got tired of paying. Yeah, they were just Intel like, and they were whatever, like, here you go. I'll give you a chunk of money now, and 
it's it's like an investment, I guess. Well, I mean, first of all, they're going to get money back from licensing it to other people, but also they don't really have to pay them anymore. They just use it. <laughs> it they now means Sony and Nintendo have to pay Microsoft if they want to use the hat. Right. <laughs> they, they evened out that Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, so... Find anything else on that you want to talk about before I, before I go to the next topic? Or are you just Not doing just doing personal yeah, personal this, research? This is for me. Okay, so uh, Project Spark has officially gone completely free. Um, those who have paid for it, some may are uh, some are going to be getting refunds. Those of you who don't know, Project Spark is a construction kit game that is essentially a game engine. If you've got, if, uh, I don't know how many PC gamers are there, but uh, the Source Engine has one called Gary's Mod, and it's Project Spark is very, very similar to Gary's Mod. It's just a giant sandbox, essentially. That you can just... Sandbox slash creation kit. Yeah, build video games in. It's, it's a video game for making other video games. Uh, but it had a... It was free... To play, but then it had like some premium content that you had to buy. Uh, there was also on there was also a disc version, which I don't know what they're gonna do about that. Uh, but that had a lot of the premium content on it already, and I guess they're gonna be refunding those who bought it digitally. But they can't really do that with the people with discs, so it's just pretty much a worthless disc now. Uh, they uh, famously, I think it was not last, not the E3 before last. And that's the Conker's Bad Fur Day game for it, Conker's Reunion. And it was going to be, like, episodic. They only did one episode and then gave up on it. <laughs> and then now no one else is doing it. <laughs> uh, but I guess, it, I mean, it's cool that it's free. It, it sucks. I mean, well, I mean, it's cool that it's free, but it's pretty much them saying, yeah, we give up. Yeah, we're sorry, guys. We're, we're, <laughs> we're done with this. It was not successful. Whenever they announced it, uh, like uh, way back uh, when, not way back when, I guess it wasn't that long ago, but you know, when the Xbox was new, the Xbox One, <laughs> uh, I thought it looked really cool, but then I played it and it was a lot more complicated than I expected it to be, and I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I tried it out. I downloaded it and I tried a, a bunch of other people's stuff, and I was like, this is pretty cool. Let me go try to make it, and it was not. Even close to as accessible as I had thought it was gonna be. I think now that it's free, I'll probably download it and go. You know, I don't. I don't know if the hustle like this, but I'm playing a lot of Mario Maker, so maybe it's like, you know, they'll have like a best of section and I'll just go over that and try that stuff out. Uh, which you know, it's cool. It's free. Sucks that Microsoft's pretty much just like, yeah, we're done with this. <laughs> you got bigger fish to fry. Use it if you want. We don't care. <laughs> uh, Hunt the Truth Season 2. Just a little FYI for you guys out there. Uh, Halo fans is started up. Hunt the Truth is a podcast that they do. It is a uh, fictional news story that is uh, like an investigative journalist finding out the truth about Master Chief. It's really awesome. Uh, give it a listen. If you're listening to this podcast, it means you know how to listen to podcasts. Yeah. So, uh, just a... Uh... Thought you guys want to know. Uh, Spartan One One Seven was killed in the line of duty. Yeah. You seen the new trailer? Yeah, that's what I was so talking good. about. 
So good, dude. Uh, uh, I said about that. Just a little FYI. Uh, they announced uh, how to, how rec packs work in Halo Five, and it's sort of like a a card system that allows you to get cool items, uh, like cosmetic items, like armors, and I, I guess that's how. You, I wonder if they're gonna have a more conventional way to earn armor, like they had in the other ones. Uh, and these rec packs, or if it's all rec packs, but also, uh, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, Assassin, Assassination Animations, <laughs> that's a tough ACF, five times fast, uh, and Weapon Skins, I think it's another one, uh, and those you can use in any game mode you like, however, the rest are restricted to Warzone, uh, because it would unbalance the arena multiplayer. It would unbalance the hell out of arena multiplayer, and so people would be extra butthurt about it. But there's a really cool video. Oh my god, I'm so hyped for Halo 5. You don't even understand. I want to play it so bad. Uh, but there's a video for it on Xbox uh, website. Uh, I think I re- I think it's retweeted on ours. If you go check it out. If not, I'll put it up before I, put, I want to wrap it up this podcast. So you can go look at it there. At the social underscore nerds. In case you didn't know. Uh, on Twitter. But, uh, it, and then you can unlock special weapons in Warzone. Uh, vehicles, stuff like that, and then you work your way by getting these wreck points. Uh, so you go kill bad guys, enemies, and AI control characters, and you get these points, and you spend them, and you use a wreck card. So if you have a card for a like a Spartan laser that doesn't have a charge, you know, <laughs> yes. God, that'd be stupid. Which I was watching this Warzone thing, and I think it was actually a Spartan laser with a super short charge. And it still had, like, a little bit of a one, but it was, like... It was, like, it wasn't it, enough time yeah, where... It wasn't... It's just not, like, the old one where you see the beam and you could be, like, oh, I have to move. Yeah. Uh, and then you spend it, you can get that, and then you get to use it. So you run out of ammo until you get killed. Uh, but it's pretty cool. I really am... I'm really looking forward to Warzone. I'm probably going to play more Arena than Warzone, but it Warzone definitely looks like... Some like once I beat the campaign, a, like a lot more of a less serious kind of run around, having fun. Just blast thing. Yeah, so that that's the uh, Warzone is going to be the, the having fun. It's going to be yeah. like the new action sack. Yeah, just like you you'll hop into a, like a giant match. You can run around, kill you know <laughs> AI control characters. They have bosses in it, like hunters and stuff, and get crazy weapons. I know like I think one of the pewter bonuses is an assault rifle with an energy sword bayonet. What? Yeah, I know it's hilarious. Oh my god, Warzone is gonna be like, what? I think Warzone is to me from everything I know about it so far, what I've always wanted Halo multiplayer to be. It it, it like, uh, did you play the beta? I didn't. I didn't get that time. That sucks. Well, there's this one game mode that they have in it. The uh, yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the arena. Essentially, and you don't have shields. Um, it's a very it, they, the map they have is this really small map, and it was like these weird like Tron blocks everywhere. It's hard to describe, but it was so much fun. And then like what? you just every a little more description. So really small map, okay, symmetrical, uh, square with different geometrical shapes. Like a cylinder and... Like a paintball blocks. map? Yeah, kind Almost. of. I'll pull up a picture for you. Okay. 
but everyone starts, even starts with uh, things like SMGs and a pistol, and no shields, uh, two out of three, and it's this new game mode, it was so great, I loved it, there, I, there, there's not a lot of... Is it like elimination style? Like you die, no respawn? Yes. Wait to, okay, that's... There was a, a Halo 4 game mode like that. It was a custom game mode. I think they're they're doing that a lot more right. now. Um, but it was I, I, like when they they had it in the beta, and that was one of the, the new game modes that I just could not stop playing. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm like, that's the one that I'm like, you know, salivating to get my hands on again. Oh my! Because dude, of how much the, I love it. On the MLG it. scene, that game is going to explode. Yeah. I can already tell. So. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm so done with multiplayer shooters, but Halo is <laughs> Why do you so think I different. Skyrim again? Yeah. Like, but Halo is just like, oh, man, I just, I just cannot, cannot wait. Uh, I don't know, it's really pumped, but I'll show you, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll show you that, that game mode later, I'll try to remember what it's called. But it's inconsequential to the podcast, because whatever. Uh, but it's really awesome. That's how rec packs work. Uh, definitely look forward to a lot more goofiness and a lot more fun. I, fun's a uh, you know, weird term to say, but you know, funny fun in Warzone because of the rec packs. And check out that video. Uh, it's called Breakout. Breakout, yeah, that's it. Uh, you can look at that map. Uh, Ron Swanson uh, play, plays the, uh, is the voiceover, the narrator, and he says a lot of funny stuff. All right. Oh, what? Hold on. Never mind. Never mind. This okay. is in not podcast stuff. Stuff I want to talk to you about. So here we're at Nintendo now. Nintendo. We're done with Microsoft. Two twenty minutes. Two hours twenty minutes. All right, this stuff. Oh, it shouldn't be that uh, that much, because I mean, a lot Nintendo's of, not really doing anything. A lot of the stuff I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna rant about Mario Maker for probably a little bit, uh, and that'll be the extent of our like, long conversation about this 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 area. <laughs> uh, announced they're gonna re-release some Amiibo, uh, Little Mac, Lucario, Greninja, Fox, Shulk, and Captain Falcon. Uh, which, if you're an amiibo collector like I am, you know there's definitely some of the more rare amiibos. Uh, it's cool for me because I didn't get Lucario or Ninja. Those are one of the very few I don't have. I think other than those two, the ones I don't have are Fire Emblem characters. And because those are like gold, platinum dipped gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, that's great if you weren't able to pick them up. Uh, now, I've seen around heard whispers that these, uh, majority of these are retail exclusive. Actually, it was about half retail exclusive. And that they are not going to be re retail exclusive in their re-releases. I don't know how accurate that is because they're pretty serious about those exclusives, the retailers are, but we'll see. Uh, that's it on that. A lot of Mario Maker stuff. All right, let's just dive <laughs> deep into Mario Maker. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Hold up. Okay. Hold up now. What about that Smash Ballot? Oh, I forgot about Smash Ballot. All right, so Smash Ballot ends 
tomorrow, I think. That, I, I, that's no, what, yesterday, the oh, third. Oh, ended yesterday? Yeah. Oh. Um, so Smash Bros. ended yesterday, which means the community-generated DLC characters will probably get announced at, I would assume, a winter... Uh, whenever they start Nintendo Directs back up, will probably be whenever they announce these characters... Uh, if you didn't know, they did a, they pretty much did a, a, like a, like a fan ballot, and you got to go write in a character you would want to be a DLC character in Smash Bros, because they had a DLC lineup already that they were doing, but they wanted to do more characters, so they put this out there to see what people would want. Hopefully, Banjo-Kazooie gets there. That's who I voted for. I voted for King K. And then I made another encounter builder for Shovel Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Shovel Knight would be awesome. Shovel Knight would be sick. Oh, man. Cool 3D rendering of Shovel Knight. Just right, beating up the little shovel. That'd be so Or cool. even better, keep them in 2D like they did with uh, Mr. Game & Watch. No, I'm in 3D. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <kidding. laughs> I'm just being a, an optimist here. Um... So, Mario Maker sales have passed 1 million since its release date on September 11th. Uh, less than one Hasn't month. even been a whole month. Yep. Already hit a million units. I was talking to Ted about this. You know, there isn't a whole lot of Wii U owners out there. But when, a game, comes, a, million of when, when a game comes out, we buy it. You know what I mean? Like, we, it's like Vita owners, when a game comes out, they buy the software. Straight up. So, uh,. And I mean, it is, I was, it's, it's not even the holidays yet. That's a big deal. <laughs> you know, it's Black Friday hasn't happened and it's sold a million units. I, yeah, I, 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 I'd be willing to bet it's going to sell at least another one and a half million. Uh, famously, the, the, mo- the best-selling game on the Wii U right now is Mario Kart 8. And half of all Wii U owners own that, own that game. That number probably has to have gone up since since then. At least. It could be at three quarters now. But I think Mario Maker may, in the long run, beat that out. Because of how fantastic a game that is. So. Oh, my God. Apparently, when, uh, when Mario Maker, both Mario Kart 8 and Mario Maker came out, Wii U sales shot way the mm-hmm. hell up. I remember uh, that's. Uh, I remember reading a story. Whenever Mario Kart 8 came out, sales increased for the Wii U by a hundred and fifty percent, which is insane. And I mean, I'm sh- probably a bunch of people <laughs> accounted for about eighty-two percent of the units sold at the time. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. People really wanted those games. That's when I got my Wii U. It was for Mario, Mario Kart. Yep. I love Mario Kart so much. I was like, you know, a bunch of stuff came out, and I was like, oh, I wish I could get it, but that's not for me. And then they announced Kart, and I was like, all right, I'm waiting. And they announced that Kart bundle. Snatched that stuff up, dude. And then I couldn't stop playing my Wii U. Wii U's great. Buy a Wii U. I love Wii U. Nintendo endorse us. I sleep next to my gamepad every day. <laughs> Give me free stuff, Nintendo. <laughs> Let me review games for you. Give I'll be free good. Stuff, Rick and Morty. I'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, uh, 
2.2 million courses have been made. Uh, granted, I, th uh, I think that's uploaded, uh, so it's about two courses each. Yeah, which not, that's not counting the courses people can't upload. Exactly. Can't beat. That there, there is, you know, you can you can have a lot of courses you make, but on average, people only upload two courses. I've only uploaded two courses. Uh, I made a lot more than that. Um, so Mario Maker's great. In case you didn't know, you're not a Nintendo guy. Uh, not a lot of winners out there, so it makes sense. Mario Maker is a construction kit game where you can build your own 2D Mario levels. And yes, it's as great as it sounds. <laughs> uh, you have a tile set, and you can set it between all of the Mario art styles, uh, excluding Mario Bros. 2, for America, that is, uh, because it's it was the Doki Doki Panic game, which is a different game. Long story, it didn't have Mario Bros. 2. Sorry. It's got Original Bros. 3, World, and... New. New uh, you. Yeah. New you. And it also has all the different, you know, well, bunch of different items for all of them. Uh, Thwamps, thwomps, like it's tunes, goombas, power up, warp pipes, anything that's ever been in a Mario game ever. Not quite, we'll get to that. Oh, what? Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, then you can also switch between, like... Underwater level, ghost house, and then you can do goofy stuff. Like, you put Goombas underwater, they just kind of float around, because they don't know if, you know, they can't swim. Uh, and then, and then like, you can put, like, you can put Cheap Cheeps in a cannon, and put a cannon on Bowser's back. <laughs> and then give Bowser a mushroom, so he's a giant Bowser. And then give the Cheap Cheeps mushrooms, so giant Bowser's shooting giant Cheap Cheeps at you. Then you can light them on fire, you have giant Bowser's shooting giant Cheap Cheeps at you that are on fire out of a cannon that's running on his back, and you put wings on Bowser and fly around. It's hilarious. It's amazing. And then you can put a conveyor belt under them so they're flying at yeah. you. And then, you know what, and then you can take that and you can make it a uh, freaking Super Mario World so it's got crazy weird, you know, 60-bit graphics. Oh, it's so good. Everything's amazing. I love it. <laughs> it's great. Um, and then you can do all of that as Mega Man. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because uh, it has, like, almost a hundred, as far as I'm aware of... I think it's a hundred. A hundred percent Amiibo support, as well as many other costumes. And I think there's, like, a hundred costumes yeah. for Mario. And then you can you unlock these, you can get these costumes. And then all the Amiibos you can unlock in games, so if you don't want to go out and buy them, uh, it's not like some other stuff uh, where the, it, the content's locked off. It's just, you can just get it if, or immediately if you have the Amiibos, but if you don't, you can earn it. So, speaking of which, I need to play, I need to bust out Mario Kart and see if I have any new costumes I can unlock. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, Mario Kart. Hmm? I said that Mario Kart. So, Mario Kart 8 is the pinnacle of racing. It is. Well, it was until Forza 6 came out. But this is Nintendo zone, so. Nah, I'd take Kart over Forza. I'm really loving Forza right now, but. You seen Kart? You seen them coins are so shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, have you seen Mario Kart 8's <laughs> graphics? Hands down, Mario Kart 8 is one of the best looking games that has come out this year. I know it's weird to hear for any people out there. If you don't know, go look up video of Mario Kart 8. It's ins it's astounding. Like even the videos in YouTube on 1080p don't do it justice, and they look <laughs> amazing. So, uh, courses. I've been played 75 million times. Oh. So people are playing a lot more courses than they're uploading, 
which is understandable because this is a game to play Mario games. This is about making Mario levels and doing whatever you want to do. But I'm, I got it so I could play cool Mario levels. I wanted to make them, but I got to play it. And so did other people, apparently. Uh, love Mario Maker. <laughs> get a Wii U, guys. It's great, but it's not doing too well. Get a Wii U, get a Vita. Get a Wii U first, because Nintendo's awesome. <laughs> get a Vita because Gravity Rush. Get a Wii U because Kart. Because Wii U. Kart Smash and Mario Maker. And Poké Tournament. When it comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was in the Dead <laughs> Podcast, too. <laughs> Um, about how Pokemon Tournament is already in arcades in Japan. And it got announced for Wii U. And it got announced for Wii U. That's, that's a good... Was it May, May yeah. 2016? Something like that. That's a good piece. There's not a lot of Nintendo news. In case you didn't know, that the, the Pokemon fighting game Pokemon Tournament has got announced for America Wii U release. So if you don't have a Wii U and you like Pokemon or you like fighting games, time to get a Wii U. Uh, Alright, so this is, a big, this is a big story. Data Miner has found hidden code for some stuff in Mario Maker that wasn't already in there. True. Uh, the Angry Sun, which is uh, famously from Mario Bros. 3, which is a angry... Oh, the desert levels. Yeah, the desert so lizard. Uh, I love him. He's cool. Uh, Angry-looking sun that would chase you through the levels, do damage, and kill you. You had to uh, avoid him while avoiding the other hazards in the level. Uh, uh, placeable bullet bills that didn't have to be shot. Uh, like in Super Mario Bros. 3, or not 3, World, that had the big ones that went by, uh, which is which is, which would have been pretty cool. It is kind of annoying that you have to shoot them, because, anyway, I would have liked that. And then the Kerbo shoe uh, for New Super Mario Bros. U, I can see why that's not in there, it kind of got replaced by Yoshi. Kerbo shoe is a shoe that you can get in and bounce on stuff without doing damage. Oh, I've seen that. Uh, yeah. Goombas it's in, and stuff in that. Yeah, Goomba's worm. It's also called like a Goomba shoe. Um, now people has uh, now the speculation is to see there could be DLC that's to come, similar to what happened with like uh, Ryu and Roy in Street Fighter. I mean, not Street Fighter, Smash Bros. Or it could just be code that they tested didn't work and then they left in the game. Question: Are there checkpoints in Mario? No, there is not. That is something that people want really, really bad. Uh, because some of the levels, you can make some really long levels and no checkpoints. Yeah. <laughs> Start. So, uh, I like I would like it to be DLC, you know, but not necessarily because of, for these specific items, although they're cool, but I would like to have DLC in Mario Maker just because I want more, 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 more. The game is awesome. Uh... Again, uh, Mario Maker, that's it for that. It's cool. It could be DLC. It could just be stuff that they left in the game because it's hard to mess with code. And once yes. something's in there, if you take it out, you could screw up everything else. So Literally, when you fix it, it's like that. You fix a bug, and then six more bugs come mm -hmm. up. So, you know, we'll see. Good show up, good not. I don't know. But it's, it, it's there. It's there. It might be a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in as far as uh, some Smash Bros. news, they announced a Mario Maker stage, which is pretty awesome. Uh, a like a hand will come up and draw different Mario levels and platforms and stuff, and then as you destroy platforms, it'll come up and draw new ones and redraw it. And then how the it has that Mario Maker music and stuff. It's pretty awesome. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. 
the Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt map. Yeah. Got some 2 U and 3DS. There's already a Duck Hunt map. Not on 3DS, there's not. Um, I guess it's on Wii U. Okay. I don't play much Wii U. Things and stuff. I just play a lot more 3DS. Yeah. Uh, they also announced more me costumes. Um, there's some monster costumes that are really cool. If you're into that, oh, uh, uh, business suit was kind of funny. Um, so yeah, more DLC to the old Smash Bros. Smash Bros. DLC is kind of expensive, which is a little, a little lame. It's not bad, but compared to like, I feel like when it's all said and done, like a super bundle. If they, if they put out some kind of like super edition that's like, oh, the DLC and the game. Like I'm, on a I'm disc, gonna buy I'm buying this. I'm gonna buy it. I mean, maybe not on... Eh. Right. You I, don't even have to worry about it because I'm gonna buy it. Uh, they probably won't be able to do it on 3DS just because they couldn't fit it all on a cart. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, release dates have been announced for Mario Tennis... Ultra Smash and Amiibo Festival. That's Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Which are November 20th for Mario Tennis, which is taking the place of uh, Star Fox, which was delayed. And the Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival is November 13th. Yoshi's Woolly World. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Oh my god. I have been waiting for another Yoshi game since Yoshi's Island. I loved Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island 2 was even better because I could I could put Baby DK on my back. And that was super legit. I was a fan of Kirby Epic Yarn. A lot of people weren't. Did not know you liked uh, Yoshi games that much. Dude, I love Yoshi games. There's just like yeah. two of them. Uh, yeah, there's, so there's, literally. I literally think there's, there's three. No, there's three. Yoshi Story. That's a game too. I forgot about that one. Oh, no, there's four. There's one for 3DS. It's really bad. Okay. Um, it's it's not a terrible game, but the soundtrack is like a... It's so awful <laughs> that it's hard to describe. They wanted it to be like a kid's toy box. So it's just a bunch of random squeaks and bells and whistles, yeah. and it's like nails on chalkboard. And it, I it, could see how that would get annoying. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, Yoshi game coming out October yep. 16th. And it looks really good. It really, it was like Kirby's Epic Yarn. I know a lot of people didn't like that, but I'm also a pretty big fan of Kirby. Yep. Hell, I just like not as much as you. I'm a pretty big fan of Nintendo, though. Nintendo makes good stuff. Nintendo makes really good stuff. Uh, so the uh, Mario Tennis, I guess, is like it because they don't have like a huge title this year. Not to downgrade Mario Tennis. But they they, they, they they put that in the place of Star Fox. And, you know, Mario Tennis is cool and all, but it's not Star Fox. So well, it has some fans that are a little worried. But it looks cool if you like tennis or if you like Mario Tennis. You know, I think Zach really likes Mario Tennis, so they're probably pretty pumped for that. Uh, I liked Mario Tennis. I played the, um, the GameCube version of Mario Tennis. And that one was exceptional. I was surprised at how good it, it was. This one actually looks pretty cool. Uh, but, you no, know, I mean... Like, I... I, I haven't played like, any Mario Tennis, I don't think. But I'm just like... 
If this is just like motion controls, I'll just play Wii Sports. Yeah, you know? honestly. Um, that's just me. There, there's cool power-ups and stuff, but I don't know. It is, it is, I'll have to see what the game comes with. The Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, if you didn't know, is a, uh, it's like Mario Party, but for Animal Crossing. And it has these little Animal Crossing Amiibos that are all, they're really nice Amiibo. I'm not going to get them because I'm just trying to get the Smash set, and that's it for me. But they're, they look cool. And it's, it's, you know, I think it's a digital, it, it, it it's a digital only game if you just want to get the game. But they, they announced a bundle that is a physical copy of the game, and a Isabelle and a Digby Amiibo for 60 bucks, which means that the game probably is only going to be like 40, uh, 35. But, Ted really likes Animal Crossing, and I think it's cool too. If you have to have the Amiibos, I don't think I'm going to get it, but we'll have to see about that. Uh, they also announced Wave 2 of those Animal Crossing Amiibos. It's not really Wave 2, they just announced more of them, because again, they're not even out in America. Yeah. But. Like all of the cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, but. Alright, uh, that's it for Nintendo stuff. That means we're almost done with this podcast. What's that? Well, we have, uh, one section. That, well, two sections. Uh, and then we can wrap up. Now, this, uh, we, uh, we answered this question in our dead podcast. The one that we lost. And we talked about it for a really long time. A really long time. Now, the problem is, I don't remember everything we said. Oh, we gotta make sure, this, is this the right one? Son of a bitch. <laughs> now, I have this problem with my Twitter account. Uh, it keeps logging me in. Oh, there it goes. I did not know you could do that. All right, I just I just fixed this terrible problem I've been having with Twitter. So on my phone, I have more than one account logged in at the same time, and oh. it just intermittently switches between accounts. When I didn't, I don't know how to. I didn't know how to change it. I just found out there's a little button right here, and you can have as many accounts as you want. You just hit this, and you can, uh, or you can just switch. Just figured this out. Huh. But this has been causing serious problems for me. Uh. Oh my god. It's terrible. So, this is a shout out to our fan, Adam Gumbert. I want to sincere, sinc sincerely? Sincerely. There we go. Sincerely apologize. Hold up, hold up. Shut up. I'm sincerious right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sincerely apologize uh, for the lack of content. You've been our, our, our one fan. And uh, I just realized... You're the real MVP. Yeah. That uh, he, the last time he tweeted us was a little less than a month ago to launch a Mario Maker. Oh. And that was about when we did the podcast. Was uh, was a little bit before that. No, it was a little after that. Because, yeah, because we talked about Mario Maker. I think. Um, but he asked us a question. And we did answer it. And we talked about it for a long time. But the problem was that uh, it got lost. So we're going to answer it now. And then hopefully, you know, this can lead to a whole mess of, like, a whole section or the, what's the word I'm thinking of? Portion of a thing. 
you got it. Section was the word. It's not section. Segment. Okay. I was about to be like, it, okay, when, when you're referring synonyms for when you're section. when you're referring to like a show or something, it's a segment. I would say. But he asks uh, a topic. We said, here's a topic for this week's show. From Adam Gumbert. He's at Adam Gumby for anyone else who listens to this. He's the coolest guy ever. And he actually listens to our show. So if there's more than one person out here who listens to it, you should go at him. He's a cool guy. We love you, Adam. I don't want to sound desperate, but I need you. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, said, so here's a possible topic for this week's show. What would it take for Nintendo to excite you with the NX? Uh, since, in his opinion, the Wii U is pretty dead. I, I remember that question. Mm-hmm. I remember talking very... For like it was literally, like, yeah, like an hour. I think it was an hour and a half. So long, because each of us talked for like 30 minutes. Yeah, you're right. So, I'm going to try and wrap up my opinion on it. First of all, the Wii U is really dead. I think it's going to have a bigger resurgence next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, not big resurgence, but a fairly decent large one. Again, we're having a big one with Mario Maker. We're going to have another big one with, uh, I think we're going to have a, a little one with Star Fox. And I think a big chunk of next year's Wii U is also going to come from Pokemon Tournament. Yeah, Pokemon Tournament is going to be, I think it's going to be huge. Uh, if, if, they, if they do... They do a lot with Star Fox. It all depends on what they do with it. They got really quiet. Uh, when people started saying that the control scheme wasn't great and the art style they weren't really a fan of, uh, I didn't mind it. I thought it was alright. It wasn't It was a Mario Kart 8, which I guess is a problem. But I liked it. It was very blocky. It looked like an HD Star Fox 64. Now, it's nostalgia 100%, but I thought it looked cool. Granted, Kids these days. Kids these days will just look at it and be like, "Why is it so blocky and angular and all like that?" But it didn't. It didn't. It didn't have the wow factor. Like when you saw Mario Kart 8, you were like, Whoa. "Yeah, I was like, damn son." Um. So if they come back and it looks uh, hip, <laughs> hip and happening, hip, hip happening, hippity hap, hip, hip hopperoo, <laughs> uh, then that'll probably be a big boost. Poker tournament will be huge. Um, I know at least five people off the top of my head. Uh, people that I know that if, if I say, hey, there's a Tekken Pokemon game and you gotta get a Wii U to get it, buy it in a second. Dude, as soon as I heard Pokemon tournament was coming to Wii U, I was like, as soon as it comes out, I'm buying a Wii U. Because yep. I can almost guarantee you there's gonna be a Pokemon tournament bundle. I, 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 would, I would bet that there's gonna be a serious shortage of Wii U's when that game comes out. I, if you want, if you're like, I'm gonna wait until Pokemon Tournament, I'm gonna get a Wii U. You should consider getting it about a month before it comes out, because I bet they're gonna be sold out. Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully Zelda Wii U comes out next year. If it's not a cross-platform game with NX, but I'm sure we're gonna hear a lot more stuff about NX next year. I'm sure I think it'll probably be a 2017 system, more but we're gonna hear a lot of stuff about it next year. So. That being said, I don't think the Wii U is 100% dead. I think it's going to have at least one really good year next year. Uh, and because of that, uh, they'll probably support it for a little longer. Nintendo has a tendency of kind of cutting off its systems. Once yeah, they... like as soon as the new system comes out, it's just like... Uh, unless they make it backwards compatible. Like they did with the... Yeah. So, 
here's my thing with... I think they're going to get away from the Wii mode. It's systems old. It, it's cool, but... It was really innovative, but it's dated. So, I think the NX... I'm a firm believer in the, in the, in the, in the idea that the NX is going to be a, uh, a big thing in Japan. X is not X, it's cross. I think it is going to be the cross platform between a handheld and a console. I think this will give the 3DS, the new 3DS, enough time to completely run its course, and people do not feel necessarily cheated that they spent money on a new system. You know, it is a far superior system, and then if you have a 3DS, it's for totally worth the upgrade. Spoken of someone who's already bought like two. <laughs> uh, I think it'll have. I don't know exactly how it'll work, but I'm not Nintendo. They're geniuses. I'm not. I'm a dumb guy who talks about video games with his friends. <laughs> um, but it'll be the cross-platform handheld console. Well, console handheld. Both of them at the same time. I think Zelda Wii U. I think it'll be backwards compatible. Uh, but I think it'll only be digitally backwards compatible. Because they'll probably have a new format for their imp- for their for their input. I don't think they'll keep the same. They may, and then they'll just print on on new stuff. But I think they may st- change an input, so it'll be digital backwards compatible. But the big problem is the Wii U has great stuff on it. Great games, fantastic. Tens out of tens on that thing. But it just doesn't have the install base for people to play them, and they know that. They know that not enough people are playing Smash Wii U, and they know. That they, if they get Mario Kart 8 in other people's hand, or you know, if they put another outlet for other people to buy Mario Kart 8, they're gonna buy it because it's great, it's fantastic. So they'll make it backwards compatible, sell a bunch of software, also have give the Wii U a nice or the the NX a nice bolstered library at launch of great stuff that a lot of people haven't played. So you know, it's not like, I guess you could say, a normal backwards compatible where you're getting, you know, stuff you played before, stuff you have in a backlog. But someone will get a Wii U for their kid, and they'll get a game their kid's never played before in Mario Kart 8, and it'll be a fantastic game. A great game that looks great and plays great. Uh, I think it will be not, I think you'll have a controller that's not as big as the gamepad, but it'll be similar to it. It'll have a touchscreen. Um, I think when you carry it around, it'll be like a Vita, mm-hmm. uh, and and maybe a little bit bigger than a Vita. I think a little bit bigger. Uh, Vita's already pretty big; it's not the best thing to carry around. But if this is a console handheld thing, they know that the people who will carry it as a handheld don't care, and the people who will people who don't want to will just keep it at their house and play console games there. Uh, it may have disc backwards compatibility, I don't know. But the problem is, there's some Wii U games, for instance, uh, Mario Party, not the greatest game on the Wii U, but requires the Wii mode. And this is where I think it's complicated, because I really think they're going to try and itch that Wii mode, and I want them to. Yeah. The Wii mode. Pretty bad. Needs to be gone. So, at any rate, what will impress me about it is if it is this cross-platform. And if it's backwards compatible. Not the most, you know, that's not the, the, the sexiest thing to say that'll impress me, but 
it, it will be. It's a very good business decision because there is such great stuff on the system, and no one's playing it. I mean, a lot of people are playing it, but no one in comparison to how many consumers are out there. Mario Kart is a big seller. People love Mario Kart. And there's 5 million, I think, probably more than that right now, 6 million, I would say, playing Mario Kart 8. But if NX is huge, we can get that up to, you know, 15. What about you? I, quite personally, would love to see GameCube Virtual Console games. Because some of the greatest Nintendo games I have ever played in my life were GameCube games. Super Smash Bros. Melee, the Metroid Prime series, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, Mario Kart Double Dash, all just amazing. Uh, I would love to see a better multiplayer infrastructure similar to how oh, yeah. Xbox does theirs and PS4 does. Just like That's a good point. something better than Miiverse, because Miiverse, it, it kind of, sort of gets the job done, but it's not nearly as in-depth and fleshed out and voice chat. feature-filled. <laughs> also, voice. voice. <laughs> I, I need that. Like, I need voice chat for when I'm playing games with people. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't <laughs> talk in video games at all, but man, there's some points when I play Splatoon, and I'm like, get yeah, out of there! But now that I think there's probably a reason Nintendo games don't have voice chat, because yeah. that reason... Right there. There's angry folk. Yeah. Who are like, Get your fucking side of the base! <laughs> Why don't you idiot paint the base before you leave? Oh god, we're gonna fucking lose. <laughs> Why are you just standing <laughs> there? AFK! AFK! <laughs> but, um, those two things and a solid controller design. Because, again, GameCube, damn good controller. Really, really, second only to the Xbox 360-slash-Xbox One controllers, in my honest opinion. And last but not least, another iteration of a console Pokemon game that's more like Pokemon Coliseum or Pokemon Stadium. Because Pokemon Coliseum was a really, really good, yet really underrated game. Not many people played it, because, I mean, not many people that I knew personally had GameCubes. Because it's a Nintendo, and Nintendo isn't really that big in the U.S. Not as big as it is in Japan, at least. Well, it was... The Wii was huge. The Wii was gigantic, because was, soccer moms. Yes. Everyone. Everyone, everyone had a Wii. Everyone. I knew had I had a Wii. I had one It was... <laughs> I, was I was I was trying to subscribe... I was, subscribe. I was trying to describe to Sebastian. I think that was in the Dead podcast. About how successful the Wii U was. Or the Wii was. And he didn't quite get it. I was like, do you have a Wii? He was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, do you know this guy? He's like, yeah. He's like, does he have a Wii? He's like, yeah, I think his parents have one. I was like, oh, I was like, he just has the other day. He's like, you know what they have in their thing? A Wii. <laughs> and then I was like, what, what do you see over there? Well, that's a Wii. And then I was like, you know, if all of these random folks just happen to have Wiis in their house. Right. I don't you think like, a lot of other people do, too? <laughs> the Wii was almost... If not, no. The Wii was just about as ubiquitous as the PlayStation 2 was, if not more. Like, anyone and everyone I knew had one, at some point or another. It was dirt cheap. It you was super watch cheap. Netflix on it before anything else. Seriously, it was the first console with Netflix. And it was a lot. It was just, Wii Sports is awesome. It really is. I don't <laughs> care what anyone says, Wii Sports is the shit. The single best-selling video game of all time. Of all time. 
And that's not just because it came with the console. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although that did help. Yeah, it did, <laughs> quite a bit. And, I mean, those three things, just that. Like, that's all. It doesn't take much. I'm a simple man. It doesn't take much to impress me. Just Yeah. I mean, as, as just don't... As long as I don't do something... As now, long as I, I, I have faith in Nintendo. Yeah, I love Nintendo, but... For now, they need to stop trying to innovate so much. I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I would, need to find a system. I would say that the the cross platform that I want is a very good innovation, but it is also, it's not something wacky and kooky. Yeah. It's a huge innovation. That's, that's like, I mean. oh my god, that's amazing. I don't mean like but off it's, the wall, like how the yeah. Wii was at the like everyone went nuts for the Wii because there was nothing like it at the time. They were like, what is this? They're not going to be like, this is the, the Nintendo game sphere and, and you play video games by bouncing it on a wall and then <laughs> a screen pops up and then you got to bounce to play the game. And, and <laughs> Z- Zelda bounce ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, but eh, just honestly that and a good UI. A, oh, yeah. a, a good UI is paramount yeah, yeah, yeah. to something. Yeah. The Wii, its UI was so simple but so effective. And the the video game wise, the Wii the Wii U UI said that Wii U UI <laughs> the Wii UI the Wii U the Wii UI is really good for accessing your video games and getting to video games. However, the the, 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 the setting systems not. But it's, it's, it's functional. It's good stuff. Uh, the store could be... Oh, it's not bad. It could be better. The search on the store is a little crappy. Yeah. I don't know if you ever used it before, but it's not the best. Yeah. yeah. So, alright, that's what the we That's what the NX needs to do to impress us. It needs to fit our every request. And if it doesn't, then <laughs> screw you. If it doesn't, fuck you, Nintendo will <laughs> get a different system. Mm-hmm. Just kidding, I'll buy whatever <laughs> not, you not, give me. Well, literally... Joking. Literally, you could be like, this is a Nintendo dog crap, and I'll be like, how much is it? You could literally (laughs) sell me a pile of Nintendo dog poop, and I would buy it. (laughs) (laughs) They need a new Nintendo, so I'm not buying the Wii NX. How how do you play it? You just throw the turret right at your TV? (laughs) (laughs) You watch it fall down? (laughs) Nintendo turret. (laughs) (laughs) You can clean it up if you want. (laughs) (laughs) One nine 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 nine. Oh man. Okay. All right. That topic came from our good friend Adam Gumby. We hope you're still listening to the show. Please and thank you. It'd now, be awesome. Now, uh, here, here's this next segment. Uh, I, 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 I like to call uh, Andy's Indies. Yeah. Finally. And, and our good boy Andy here is going to talk to you about uh, a cool indie game that he's playing. And uh, he's gonna rant about it, and I'm gonna take a quick nap. <laughs> I won't be long. It's a uh, oh, please be long. I'm a, tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty small game. It's a uh, it's a um a first person dungeon crawling procedurally generated death labyrinth called Ziggurat. It's fifteen dollars on Steam and Xbox One. Basically, do you know if it's on PS4? It's not on PS4, unfortunately. I feel like they're going to get it out, too. It's um, made by a, a developer called Milkstone Studios. Would you ever know the install size, by any chance? Uh, Just to give me an idea if it would, if it could run on a Wii A couple U. gigs, if even. Um, 
Because it's you, a it's a cool game. It's a really I would like cool to game. see a completely console. Ubiquitous you um, in this game you play as a sorcerer, who is trying to make his way through these things called the Ziggurat trials to basically become an Archmage. Like you make it through these trials and you're like a super powerful badass like Merlin type wizard. But you have to get through these trials, and of course, it being a a roguelike like game because it's not a true roguelike it's just got it's a dungeon crawler fps with procedurally generated dungeons every time you spawn you spawn with you always have a magic wand always no matter what that's your main weapon and then you spawn with a bunch of different random weapons like there'll be a spell book that'll shoot like ice spikes or you'll have grenades or this like grenade launcher handgun cannon thing it's called a magma rifle and it looks super legit the game itself is Pretty, pretty good looking. Like surprisingly good looking I for was, a fifteen dollar game. He he told me about it, and he was like, "Man, I just found this game. It's like he's been playing a lot of this game called Catacomb Kids. Uh, you should check that out. Well, maybe we could do that next week. Yeah, I did. Uh, but he was like, "It's like Catacomb Kids, uh, but three D." And then I didn't really expect anything major, and then he saw him playing. I was like, "Wow, this is pretty dang good, especially for fifteen bucks." Right. And every, every... Really colorful, too. Super like if you're if, you, if you're one of those folks like me, you're kind of tired of the, the, the one-note video game. It's... Yeah. Really pops. Uh, another thing I really like about it is... It starts you off. It doesn't really tell you anything other than how to play. It doesn't really explain any of the other gameplay mechanics, like, hey, you need this portal key so you can get there and actually fight the boss... In each floor, there's bosses. I'm not sure how many floors there are since I've only made it to floor five. This game is really difficult. Uh, you collect a bunch of things. You unlock different perks, power-ups. Every time you level up, you get to select two random perks, like, hey, you get more health or more mana for your mana pool or damage reduction. Just a bunch of random, literally, bunch of random stuff. Every time you fight a boss, the floor one boss could be any boss in the game. The bosses are randomized. Every door you go through is randomized. Everything about the game... I won't say it's completely random, because with computers there's no way to actually generate 100% completely random, but you get the point. It's replayability. Replayability no is just ridiculous. For $15, you cannot beat the replay value of this game. Simply because of the sheer amount of content that's already in the game before you start unlocking things. There's like nine different sorcerers you can play as, and I've only unlocked three of them. I'm not sure what the requirements to unlock the other guys are, because I haven't gotten that far yet. I've only been playing for like a week. I, lo I love how I say only, but for a small game, like yeah. that, a week should be... For 15 up. bucks and like non-stop, you've been playing a week? A whole a whole week, just blasting and you've through that. only and done, yeah. I've, only, I've seen maybe a quarter of the content that's actually in the game. And it's, I mean, in comparison to what's actually randomly generated, that's like really nothing. <laughs> yeah, they um, it's it unplay it plays like it doesn't play like a lot of other roguelikes where the items are the focus of the game. This game is mostly about your combat skills, how good you are at shooting and dodging. Because if you can't dodge, you are going to die. These rooms are filled with so many enemies; it's like a bullet hell. It's a three D bullet hell. 
it's I keep coming up with so many different genres it's, to fit this game. Every into. genre it's rolled every together genre, and it's awesome. Uh, it's amazing. And it's set in like a Diablo esque type world looking deal. It's like Torchlight. It looks like Torchlight. But it's a first person shooter that's randomly generated. You got a magic wand. And you got a magic wand. <laughs> and there are flaming skulls and mushroom monsters and skeletons and carrots and shamans and just a whole bunch of stuff for $15. Ziggurat. Z-I-G-G-U-R-A-T. Look it up when you get a chance. I highly, highly recommend this game. That's all I got. And that was Andy's Indies. That was Andy's Indies. It's a good segment. I like that one. Let's keep that Alright, that's it for the Social Nerds episode 3. Whoop-dee-dee. Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. Um, Was there a subtitle to to Major League 3? Back to the Miners. Right. Back to the miners. <laughs> uh, that was the only three movie I could think of. <laughs> could have gone with Star Wars. Nope. Major League. <laughs> uh, I just up on Twitter. I run that thing. Uh, social underscore nerds. I retweet stuff that You'd probably find it interesting if you listen to this podcast. And uh, I don't tweet a lot because I, I, I don't only talk to people on the internet. But no one else. I don't even. He, he runs Twitter because I just I don't understand. Literally, it. no one else knows how to work it. So if I, <laughs> I feel like I should and could take the time to learn it. But if it's you too. if you tweet at me, I will definitely tweet you back because we don't have enough fans that I could forget somebody. <laughs> uh. What else? Um, if you liked uh, the podcast, you know, I think you can like rate it on iTunes. Uh, that's the thing. Oh. Uh, send us feedback. Tell us if you liked it or not. Um, uh, we have an email address. If you don't have a Twitter, yeah, you can hit us up on at the social nerds for you at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us stuff there. You can send us topics, you know, just like uh, Adam Gumby did today. Um, what else? Uh, we have a YouTube channel. In case you didn't know. Yeah. That, you're listening to our podcast somehow. That's kind of how this started, um, but I like the podcast more than YouTube. Don't let Sebastian know, but he doesn't listen to this crap anyway. <laughs> um, but we're at the social nerds there. Uh, guess, uh, if, you, if you're in an Amiibo, we got a cool Amiibo unboxing I did. But I did it at like 4 in the morning. So I'm so I gotta stop doing these things a little late. Yeah, but so I don't know if you've like watched 8, it. 10 but it's hilarious because I'm so <laughs> tired that it's just like I'm just like this is uh, this is Doctor Mario. <laughs> you got a pill. <laughs> Great. I need that pill for some energy. That's right. This is Ganondorf. I got a cape. Look at it flow around. Oh man, the cape is so good. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but we also, uh, uh, we got a cool idea, Sebastian did, for a, a game show that we're going to try and do. 
a YouTube game show that uh, if it shows up on YouTube, then we did it. And if it doesn't, then uh, that means that Sebastian was in charge of it. <laughs> Fact. You know, the, the funny thing is, is he's not going to listen to this podcast. And he doesn't know how to get on Twitter. So no anyone could go say anything to him. No, he just could not know. We could talk infinite amounts of crap about him right now. Never find out. Never. You're like, hey, how does this random guy on Twitter know that I'm stupid? <laughs> <laughs> By listening to the podcast, that's how Sebastian. <laughs> Just every subscriber counts. Um, if you don't have iTunes, uh, well, actually, you're, 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 you're listening to the podcast. I was about to plug the podcast on the podcast. As well, you can get us on Podomatic.com. That's where we host that. No, that's ridiculous. I do that on the YouTube videos, so that's, that's my bad. Force of habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is there? Um, Twitch. We are at... Let me make sure. That's important, because we have a lot of big Twitch stuff coming up. We have uh, Rock Band. If you like Rock Band or you like watching a bunch of weird dudes play rock band, um, we're going to be taking requests. Uh, I have a lot of songs, so you know, I'll just pick whatever you want. We're have a lot of fun doing it. I love rock band. I love getting my friends together to play rock band. love to have my friends like you there with us to play rock band. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, um, streaming things is just fun. Yeah. So uh, we're at the social nerds there, all one word. T H E S O C I A O N E R D S. Social the social nerds. I thought you were gonna mess that up. I really did. Uh, it, it looked <laughs> you looked like you were struggling to yeah, get through that I was. without any errors. It just, <laughs> it's the hardest thing. It's like walking on coals. <laughs> uh, but we're the social nerds there. Um, also, we have that coming up. Uh, I don't know which one comes out first. I think it's Halo. Definitely going to be twitching a lot of Halo. Uh, I'll yeah, be, um, I'm going to be playing the campaign first, and unfortunately, uh, if you're looking forward to me, or if you look forward to me twitching at all, but you wanted me to see that, uh, that's I'm, I'm going to do that myself, because I like, I like the campaigns I'll, a lot. I'll do a campaign once Well, I'm going to play the campaign a lot, but the first time I do it, I'm going to, because they, there's the eight different characters, so I'm going oh, to play yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I guess you play it, because the missions Do you get by. to select your character? I think or? so. Okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know. 100. I don't play the game, but I think so. I think player one is Master Chief and Locke. Player, but I don't know if player two. But I think player two and on can choose who they want. But I'm gonna play the game at least. I, I want to be Buck. You know. I'm yeah. I'm. I'm gonna play it with everybody because they all have different like skill sets. I think. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, definitely one of those playthroughs. And then we'll, we'll we'll try to set a date and a time. I'll put it on Twitter, on Twitter, and then that way, if you want to watch the whole campaign, I'll probably I'll, I'll try to do it start to finish. We'll see if we can do that. Uh, but I'm really excited for Rock Band. It's going to be a big deal. Uh, we're going to do that all the time. If I'm playing Rock Band, I'll try to twitch it. Uh, we'll try to set up a, a, a select time. I try to do a weekly thing. That's a big deal on Twitch. Just have a, have a nice block of content. Get a good schedule going. Yeah, schedule. That's what's important. Um, and then after that, I think the next thing is Fallout. Now, it'll be a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm going to literally, I'm going to take the Connect, put it in my bedroom, and that's a weird thing to say. That's came out wrong. 
Um, For a couple months, this is going to be the Fallout nerds. Yes. Uh, I'm going to, and uh, but my point is, is so I can I can have immediate access to Fallout at all times. Is the point of that sentence? <laughs> I'm not not doing anything creepy with my connection to my bedroom. That's weird. Um, but I'm gonna set it up. I think I'm probably gonna have to buy one of those those stands to put it on my. Actually, I'm gonna have to move my Amiibo collection to get everything right. But I'm gonna set it up, and then uh, I'm just gonna just going to Twitch Fallout nonstop. I plan on doing that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to play through some of the story first and then just start doing open world stuff on Twitch or if I'm just going to do the whole thing on Twitch. But, uh, looking forward to that. Twitch is going to be, I'm going to try to do a big Twitch thing. We're going to have, uh, hopefully, a lot of new YouTube stuff coming. Um, now, I was a little torn with this. Let me know on Twitter what you, what you would prefer as fans. But, there's a lot of new superhero shows coming up. And we're real, all really into those. Uh, Flash and Arrow. Yeah, we do more than deal. just video games. Uh, Flash and Arrow is a big one. Uh, Flash and Arrow are great. Uh, Gotham, I like that. Supergirl's coming on. Um, I'm a big DC guy, and I don't know if anyone watches S.H.I.E.L.D. Sorry. But I, I, would like to, I would like to do reviews for every episode, of especially Flash and Arrow. Those are big deals. And if you watch them, you know they're very big. Uh, but then I was seeing about it, and I was like, well, there's also Supergirl, there's also Gotham, um, there's other ones I can't even remember, uh, aka Jessica Jones is coming on, um, or it's just Marvel Jessica Jones now, so, uh, I can either do a podcast every week reviewing all of the stuff that comes on, or I could do an individual video for each, it'll be more work, I don't care, it's for the fans. So you just tell me if you would prefer an individual video or if you would prefer one long podcast. Uh, but if I do do a podcast, I said do do do. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna see if I can videotape it. That's gonna be one where I'd much prefer to have a recorded video podcast of a review, and then you can just watch this weekend superhero reviews. Basically, something like that. But if you're a fan of that, if you like that idea, hit me up on Twitter. Tell me which one you like. Also, we, uh, I just, just throwing this out here, I wanted to, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to be doing this, uh, taking clips from all of the indie games I play and actually making just like a little small, maybe two or three minute video segment every week or so about some of the best indie games I've played and the good upcoming ones. Andy's Indies videos. Andy's Indies. I just, I really, really like indie games, and I want to share them with people. Share the experiences. So, uh, looks like we're clocking this one in about three hours and 15 minutes. Shoot, bang. Bang. Two-person podcast. I have been the host with the most. Big Papa Dreadlock. The guy who knows way too much, but way too little. Uh, Alex Henderson. And I don't have any fancy titles or anything. I the just... resident black friend. <laughs> <laughs> that, what he said. Andy Gray. What was it? Uh, su- superior Airman? <laughs> Sergeant Airman. Sergeant Airman. <laughs> resident black friend Man, Sergeant dude, Airman. Gamer tag. Sergeant Airman. You gotta put the little dash yeah. in between Airman. So they know it's not Airman, it's Airman. Airman. Man of Air. 
what, what was your ranking? <laughs> Senior Airman. Senior Airman. <laughs> Senior Airman. Senior Airman. <laughs> oh, Lord. If Superior Airman is like someone mispronouncing Iron Man, like a Chicago guy, Superior <laughs> Airman. Superior Iron Man. Alright, y'all. It's been nice. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll get some more listeners. That's right. Another shout out to you, Gumby. You're the real MVP. Is it still recording? I accidentally stopped it for a second. Oh. And then like I was like, oh no, we didn't do our reverse. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and as always. Um, so tired. Alright, All right, as always, stay, stay nerdy. nerdy. Alright, now I can stop. I, like, I just move my hand over to the mouse to make sure the thing didn't like, go away. <laughs> and then I hit the mouse thing and it was on stop recording. I was like, no, he was talking! <laughs> I was so rude! <laughs> and you're in the middle of saying goodbye to our one fan. And I was just like, no! Shout out to you. Uh, Shout out to you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick move. <laughs> <laughs>